sick. I'm too sick. I'm too sick. Yeah, uh. Hey, hey, what? Hey, hey, I be like, uh, watch your mouth. They ain't know how far I take it. They ain't know it's my house. Everything I do is to offend. We wanna all win, gotta top 10. But I top your 10. Uh, but I top your bins. Uh, but I top your M's. Uh, but I top your limbs. Uh, going crazy, put it on my unborn kids. Uh, I'm not an angel, but I'm fly. That's all my sins. Uh, yeah, I don't never pretend. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of Black to Talk for the Coaches. It's your boy, Chris J. Got the whole squad on here. Got Young DC on here. Cam on here. Ain't no trust All right, glad to be all here. And make sure you guys copy some merch. Free shipping, UTM ships, ten dollars off UTM vibes. It's the last weekend for it actually. So make sure you cop, uh, copy some merch. Uh, shout out to those that bought merch recently as well. Excuse me. And make sure you uh follow up if you're on YouTube. Watch us on YouTube. Like, comment, subscribe. Make sure you check out Black Otaku Plays. Cam got a lot going on. And check out Black Otaku Reviews featuring Cam and DC as they uh, talk about Black Clover, the recent chapters of Black Clover. Really good. Yes, sir. A lot uh, to talk about. You can, uh, go, if you want to hit on that a little bit, go ahead, uh, Cam. Yeah, so um, for people who haven't checked out the the series yet, so I thought, I thought, this, I thought of this series, I think it was more specifically last week um when we were kind of talking about like when we kind of go through reading watching and playing sometimes i think that we don't do certain series or certain things or certain topics that we talk about on the black talkers of the culture podcast we don't do it justice we kind of glance over it um and that annoys me (laughs) so basically i said you know i was like i said i talked to dc after the podcast i was like i'm gonna catch up to black clover and let's just do just just do a sit down where we just go into depth on everything that's happening in black clover recently because just saying that oh magna did something cool while we doing reading watching and playing doesn't do the series it's just dues so for people so basically what black otaku reviews is going to be is topics on here whether that be through anime video games manga comic books whatever that we touch base here It'll give us a, a platform and an opportunity to expand and go in more into depth on those topics um, for people, not only because I think that it'll be good for us, but for our listeners who are interested in certain other series who may be listening to our podcast, go like, oh, man, I would like them to I would like to hear more about that stuff. That's what Black Otaku Reviews is for. So check out um, our first uh, pilot episode where me and DC talk about Black Clover It's dope. So support the new series. Yep, check it out. Like, comment, subscribe on all our new uh, new teams we got on the YouTube channel. And if you just want to focus on the podcast and just listen, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're on, whether that is Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and more. So appreciate the support to everybody. Let's go ahead again what we do. Like we start every episode and gloss over reading, watching, and playing. So reading One Piece um, nothing new in regards to that. Um, but we're going to go into detail on that, I mean. But in terms of anything else, that's really it. In terms of what I've been reading. Uh, playing mainly sports games. I played uh, MLB The Show. Daytro, uh wanted to do a fantasy draft on Madden. Today, we did that. 
And all I'm going to sit there and say is, damn, I really fucking hate this game. I hate Patrick Mahomes. That nigga teased me for a half and then beat my ass, but it is what it is. But um, but it was it was a fun experience. It's something different to do on Madden, so it's like, hey. But um, definitely enjoying myself in terms of gaming, nothing major. Uh, Ratchet and Clank drops, I think, next week. For real? Oh, it do drop in June. Yeah, like I think it's next week or within two weeks. I'm- Not only that, but the the seven DLC drops the same day. Ooh, that's, yeah. a nasty, that's a nasty day for gaming, G. <laughs> that is cool. a nasty day for gaming, G. So, so uh, that's a lot. That's a lot to take in. But for hey, all you so, niggas, let me say something real quick. For all you niggas, oh man, you bought a next gen system. Ain't no games coming out. All you niggas who said that shit, y'all about to be eating y'all words in the next couple months. Oh shit, about to get really, really scary. Exactly. You see how my life just changed? The shit getting really, really scary out there, bro. Real hey. scary for these niggas, man. It's hey. getting real cold for the niggas who PS4s still sound like they traveling through a goddamn Vietnam jungle in the middle of a war, my nigga. It's getting real scary out here, dog. But I get so mad every time I start my PS4 nowadays because it's so fucking slow. Like, <laughs> like compared to like my, my, up, my nigga. and PS5, like every time I... You know, like when you when you like go on like Country Roll or like YouTube or something, and you just go back in your PS5 and you go to something else, it's like a second, like instant on PS5. PS4, you. Hey, I was watching like when I was over Daytrail Crib yesterday. <laughs> uh, I was playing some games with uh, Tyler. Gee, that I was like, gee, I just feel like. Damn, this PS4 ran slow. <laughs> it's so basic, bro. I'm like, God damn. It's so basic. Yeah, damn. But yeah, so, but yeah, and also uh, in terms of playing, I did play some games with Tyler yesterday. Uh, we played the Warriors. That game is so fucking good, G. That is a classic, G. We uh, did the little multiplayer games, the uh, the roof throwing game. Still, probably one of the funniest battle games ever in a in a uh, fighting game. G. Just throwing niggas off roofs. So many fucking jokes came out of it, and then we did the survival mode where the uh, the baseball furies chase you down with the bats, and you gotta try to survive. That shit's not fun, but that shit is funny as hell because it was a point where I was trying to fight back, and a nigga came out, and I tried to run. A nigga came out of nowhere with the bat and hit me in the back of the head, and I died. And I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs> it was funny as hell, and also that game it just shows how times are different. There's a capture the flag type game. It's called Capture Mercy or whatever the the, uh, the ugly white chick that they had that they were rescuing in the movie or whatever. Pretty much the goal is to put Shorty. You you find find her. You you try to grab her and put her into your circle. In order to put her in the circle, you have to throw her and beat her around. And I was like, gee, this is fucked up. <laughs> Like, it was very fucked up. I'm like, yo, like, this is legit domestic violence. And we thought this was cool as kids, teenagers, whatever. I'm like, damn. But, yeah, times is definitely different. But shout out to the Warriors game. It was a lot, It was pretty fun. Um, yeah, that's it for uh, playing, watching. So sometimes I get bored with the anime season. Not to say this is a boring season, but sometimes I just want to binge something really fast. Uh, so I was on Amazon Prime going through shit and it was an anime on there called Killing Bites and 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with the fighting game series Bloody Roar, Primal Fury, or whatever. It's like a fighting game so. where the characters can morph into like animals or some oh, shit. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. watched the history video about that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I had the game on GameCube, so pretty much this anime is similar to that in a way. The characters turn turn into uh animals, animal mm-hmm. hybrids or some shit, and they pretty much fight each other to the death. I'm pretty much breezed through the whole series in like two, three days out of boredom, and I was like, this shit is literally basic Shonen 101, uh, with fan service, of course, because, hey, you have women that's turning into freaking animals, you know, furry-type little creatures and shit, Bunnies, uh, cats. with gore, so, you know, you know what it is with that, but... It had a little annoying catchphrase that they had to mention every episode, and that is what Killing Bites is about is the person with the sharpest fangs. They had to squeeze that catchphrase in at least twice an episode. And I wanted to scream each time. By like episode three, I got tired of hearing it. Because I'm like, gee, so, I'm tired of hearing this. Have you ever watched Strike the Blood? Say that again. What was it called? Strike the Blood. I've heard of it. I've heard of so, it. In that series, right, it's basically about, like, a vampire nigga and, um, like, this uh, chick. Like, they go to high school together, and they basically, like, fight off people. But every – it's, like – it's one of those shows that has, like, a three-episode arc, like, for, like, 12 episodes. And at the third episode, whenever they fight in the big bad guy, the girl – like, the, the main character will get his ass kicked, right? Because yeah. he's a vampire, but he doesn't drink a lot of blood, so he's not as strong as he could be. So she'll go, he'll get his ass kicked, he'll be on the ground, and then the girl will walk up and she'll go like, EA Senpai, this is our fight. And it's if you search up Strike the Blood memes, that catchphrase will pop up, bro. She says that every time they fight and he gets his ass kicked, she goes like, no, Senpai, this is our fight. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ass. It sounds so ass, G. But yeah, I'm like, they just had to squeeze that catchphrase in. But I would, and then, this also just shows how some anime, they literally make intros specifically for the show. Because the intro song explains what the show is about. And I'm like, gee, this is corny as fuck. Funny as hell, but it's also corny. And I skipped that intro by the second episode because I got tired of it. But yeah, so I binge watched that. It's only 12 episodes on Amazon Prime. If you want to watch that, go ahead and watch it at your own risk. Uh... In terms of the weeklies, shout out to uh, Higa Hero, uh, the anime where the grown ass man is protecting uh, the high school kidnap. I mean, the high school girl kidnapping. that ran away. Kidnapping the high school Kidna- girl. Yeah, technically it's a kidnapping, but. It's kidnapping. Yeah, it's kidnapping. No, it's kidnapping. <laughs> but, so. You got a high school girl on the street away from her home. The first thing you do is call the motherfucking cops. All right. Anything else is kidnapping. <laughs> In real and life, it's kidnapping. Your, your you testimony about and put on a predator list for the rest of your life. All right, yo, 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 your testimony or her testimony about oh he saved me, blah blah blah. That's not gonna hold in the court of law. It's not allowed. <laughs> especially in Japan, like if you do, especially like when it comes to kidnapping and stuff like that, in like the way the law works in Japan, where prosecution is like ninety nine percent, you're ninety nine percent prosecuted. As far as like defending, you fuck, bro. You fuck. I'm looking up how many years getting kidnapping in Japan. Kidnapping is a serious offense in Japan. Yeah. Like a serious abductors, offense. Abductors, 
uh, violating court orders, face up to three years in prison and two hundred fifty thousand dollar fines. That's Damn. that's three years. So that that three years is not counting if they decide to actually take you up to court. So depending on the situation, you you will stay in jail, but they won't like actually prosecute you for a trial, even after those three years are up. So you'll hmm. still be in jail past those three fucking years if they decide not to take your case up. So you fucked. <laughs> so yeah, so my man's literally should be in doing some quality time in jail. But anyway, so this episode, this week's episode, uh, her brother, like the dude in last week's episode who was just pulling up to her job and shit was just like peeking and then moving away. So it was her brother who's looking for her. So in this episode, she just, I guess she realized her brother was on the hunt for her. So she was like, okay, I just want to have some fun. So it, it's the mandatory summer festival episode. So so that means, you know, fireworks. No, I don't, wait, wait. Her brother, her, her brother's looking for her and she's like, I just want to have some fun? Yes. Oh, she like does not want to go home. Her brother, for some, they, like, I they let I know why because I look at the wiki for certain shit, but um, but pretty much she does not want to go home because pretty much her family isn't helping her with a situation she went through and she feels like it was best just to run home. So her Wait, brothers, so, look, oh, her family not abused her, and you still ain't call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm assuming it's because of a situation they don't necessarily believe her or something like that or they're not helping her effectively so she ran away yes yeah pretty okay. much so so yeah so her brother still a case though so yeah he's still he, <laughs> still going to jail <laughs> still going to jail so so yeah so her brother is looking for her. like i think she went shopping went to the store to get something for uh the house the apartment that she's that she's at and i guess she uh realized that oh wait these people her like her brother must her brother is corporate as hell so he hired some people to look for her as well she's like oh shit looking for me hiding behind people he ran to one uh dudes one of dudes work employee girlfriends who love him uh i hate this one the most she's a bitch um she found her and said okay we're gonna go hide shit like that so now you she's being more of a accomplice and then they saw the she saw the sheet for the summer the poster for the summer fest she's like okay i want to do that because this nigga's going to find me eventually so they do that they go to the summer festival fireworks all that bullshit relive moments she keeps asking him hey do you want to fuck me he says leave me the fuck alone no i don't um yeah you should probably leave sir I'm, bro oh, bro i'm saying like Regardless of regardless of the situation, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you help because from what I read, she been through some fucked up shit. Yeah, she did. Yeah. You asking me a grown ass man, you want to keep having sex? Get the fuck out my house. Leave, Literally. bitch. That's some <laughs> annoying ass shit, bro. Very annoying. Like even like when I watch this up, so I'm like, it's been established almost that he's he views her like like a little sister, almost, like a sister, like a sister. So it's like pushing this agenda is like leave me the fuck alone so abusing his kindness exactly ass. 
and plus literally the man literally has two female co-workers who wants to who wants him badly and it's like what the fuck so yeah anyway episode ends uh they go back home episode ends with uh the brother knocking on dude's door saying hey yeah i'm uh so-and-so uh brother you know what time it is man and it ends with that he literally can't do anything, bro. Really he can't. better. Hey, I got her bags packed up right here. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> literally. So, it was a decent episode, though. But the shorty needs to just let go. Like this girl man does not want to have sex with you. Leave him the hell alone. And it turns to that, and just appreciate the fact that he ain't force you to go back home. Um. While also you're not calling the cops on him. Anyway, moving on from there. Uh, Zombieland Saga. For some reason, they're doing backstory on the uh on the older chick, the older zombie chick, um the courtesan chick. There we go. I'm trying to think of the damn name, but uh, so they focus on her backstory now, which is pretty interesting. Uh, no music was played. There was no singing, so I was disappointed. Uh, mm. Burning Kabibi, Kabadi, whatever. Really good episode. Uh, the team is still getting better. You know, all the anime sports tropes is in there. Welcome to Demon School, Rima Kun. This week's episode was fire. Uh, just the strategy they're using to get this, get the, uh, the the former Demon King's classroom is hilarious. Uh, and the fact that they literally believe he's just going through an evil stage. And they're like, I'm cool with this. And the fact that he knows what he's doing is hilarious, too. I got, I, so... I- Shout out to Facebook comments. Nigga spoiled something that happens to that the main character in the future. And all I'm saying is I'm looking at y'all niggas in a different light, G. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't gonna spoil nothing, Chris. Something happens to that nigga, the main character. I'm looking at y'all niggas in a different light. For all my Disgaea fans who know about Laharo and uh Disgaea D two, you'll know what I'm talking about. But uh yeah, y'all niggas is uh uh-huh. looking at y'all taking notes. You can spoil yourself if you want to, Chris. You can look it up. Man, now, because, gee, that might literally, I might drop it. <laughs> That's the case. Because now I'm scared. But this week's episode was pretty good, though, uh, and all of that. But now Cam kind of just got me scared. Uh, that that full dive anime was actually pretty interesting. He's actually getting, tra- he's, he's getting trained to join the city's guard. And supposedly, it's a point one chance that he's supposed to survive this part of the game. And in this game, if you die, your console explodes. So now he's playing not for his console to explode. I'm confused. So <laughs> exactly. Wait, 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 wait. So he's. It's not like some cliche if you die in the game you die in real life no it's if you die your console explodes exactly question being why isn't the company that made this game getting sued to the fucking ground so this is the funny thing about this game so in terms of the plot and revolving this game so and they broke it down and i think last week's episode i probably forgot to bring it up but pretty much the company like, this game was, like, super realistic VR. Like, everything's super realistic. And that's why they threw in the, if you die in the game, your console explodes. So, when people found out they were trying to get either the consoles uh, refunded or refunds for the game. And nobody gave them either of the above. So, they just literally junked the game. They treated it like how uh, 
how they treat the ET game, how bad it was, and they just threw it and junked it. That's oh, yeah. how they treated this game. But since the game is so freaking rare and it's like a challenge, it's like, oh, yeah. So, like, when he bought the game, he didn't know none of this. He just wanted a VR game that was fun. But when he bought it, nobody told him, like, oh, yeah, this game is extremely realistic and super hard. And nobody told him that if he dies, his system explodes. If we ever get to a point like that in real life when it comes to video games, I'm, I'm going to quit playing video Me games. Me too. I'm, I'm like, it's not fucking worth it. And then the funny thing is, he's looking at a guide <laughs> on how to get through the game. And it's like, they break it down to him like, bro, if you your percentages. And he literally asked, okay, I only have a 0.1% chance to survive this current situation in the game. I should stop playing the game. He cuts it back on. Fucking, fucking play our game. It's super realistic. <laughs> Nigga, I don't play video games for realism. I, I play it to escape <laughs> real life. The fuck? Exactly. <laughs> like, nigga, I'm playing a VR game to escape reality, and you and you telling me everything about me is realistic, and now... It's realistic. Gee, I don't want that shit. That shit yes. ass, dog. Yeah, that's the so, day I quit playing video games. When we get to a point where niggas is advertising... Our VR games are super realistic, and you'll feel and taste and smell everything. It's like, bro, I'm I got real life for that shit. I understand <laughs> if like shit is adaptive. Like if if my controller starts feeling my heartbeat and it's racing, so the game get more intense, or if it's a scary game, it gets more, you know, shit like that. But once they say, hey, bro, plug this into your left nipple, let that shit generate for a bit, let it let it, let it get in, let it get pain frame, go get in the back of your Hebrew gland. Right, shaped as a tree. When Moses was in the boat, he saw a burning bush. <laughs> Let me get go here, Chris. You can but see yeah. everything like Sasuke. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so dude, pretty much going through training to be the city guard, and it's like the hardest part in the game for some stupid reason. And he can die while training. He's just going through hell. Niggas treat him like shit. People still uh call him a best friend, killing though he did smoke his best friend. So he's just going through hell, and the episode ended you with. Fuck your best friend. I apologize to tell you this, sir. You are a best friend killer. And his keychain says that best friend killer. Bro, <laughs> so, you got a chain that said. It's a, it's that literally sounds... a keychain that literally each time he does something, it breaks down like oh, okay his experience in the game. So like I think right now it says best friend, best best friend killer. Homicide, I don't. He got the homicide thing when he peed on that girl. Um, something else. Yeah, hero. Yeah, so he has his keychain is very fucking weird. So he's just going through hell right now. He's just trying to survive. So it's interested in that aspect. And I think that's it for my weeklies. Oh, Megalo boxing. Oh wait, no, wait. Well, I talked about it last week. Cam just couldn't. Then watch that week's episode, but, but I did watch it, so we'll talk about that later. But that's it for me. So, so for me, you know, real quick, I talked a lot last week, so I'm just gonna focus on two things three, maybe for reading, didn't read anything for uh, for playing. So, play two things that uh, what I really want to talk about. So, the first get out the way, like 2K, I've been trying to get a better experience out of 2K because it takes up a lot of my space in my PlayStation account, you know make work for that space. Um, I fast forward the lead years later when certain people are out the lead. So I basically want to fast forward the lead to when Brian is out to, to see how the lead is. Uh, and I did 
I made the draft classes a little bit different. So I made the draft classes a former draft classes. So throughout the time, more and more legends will come. So say for instance, if I go back to the 04 drive or whatever drive, drive Braun will be in, it would be Braun Jr. So um, and then, you know, going forward right now, uh, I had a team that was ass and they are still to be ass. I've yet to make the playoff, but Kim Elijah is my best player. Still ass, really losing right now as we speak on this podcast. It sucks. Um, last thing I want to talk about um, three houses. I finished it right after the podcast. Literally right after I pressed close, I think two turns and it was done. Um, very, very, very game. I don't have to review it or anything. You finished one fourth of it. Yeah, one fourth of it. <laughs> I'm not going to review or anything because Cam reviewed it. Go look in the archives of when the game first came out. You do your homework. I don't, I don't count these episodes. Chris stopped saying the name of that. I mean, the number of these episodes. Yeah, we don't even count this shit no more. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the review of the game, whatever Cam said, and it's true. Um, for the same thing in my aspect, I have a fun time. If you want to know, like, the final, I think the final things of uh, a white Mercedes. Uh, Baby girl. I, I respect that, that. that. It was between Mercedes and Catherine uh, was the two. Um, I did Mercedes because that was the one that I was like, I might as well do it at first. Catherine was tough. It, I was really like literally like this, looking at my screen like, who should I go? But I did Mercedes. Uh, it was a cool Mercedes little Mercedes is image. a different breed, G. What'd you say? That Mercedes is a different breed. I know Catherine got the tan skin and all, but. And I love, skin. I love skin. But yeah. that, that voice Mercedes has just, whew. <laughs> uh, and I love Catherine's dialogue with you. I love that too. But I love Mercedes' dialogue as well. And I also love uh, what's her name? The orange hair. I love her dialogue too. Hers is funny. Hers is funny as fuck. Uh, Leone? Huh? You talking about Leone? What's the short orange hair one? On, in, yeah, that is yeah that's that's Leone. Yeah, that's uh, that's so fucking funny, bro. The Gerald Dick yeah. Rider. So, so yeah, and so I do enjoy the fact. Would you say the who Dick Rider? The, the Gerald Dick, right? Because she like she she freaking loves your uh father. Oh. Who I smoke, Gerald? <laughs> the folks ass dead. I knew he was dying too. Got killed by a little ass girl. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. But um, no. But let me go to back to. So it was cool because they planted the seeds of who was going to go with each other depending on who you pick, right? So I picked the shit. Yeah. And only one I didn't think that was gonna happen was um what's the leader of the Blue Lions called again? His name is uh Dimitri. Dimitri. I didn't think Dimitri and Catherine was gonna go, you know, bumping the boots in the kingdom and things of that nature. Bro. You did better than me, bro. <laughs> oh yeah. Dimitri <laughs> Dimitri went with the dude at the end of my path. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> You don't know how hurt I was when I saw them two niggas profiles next to each other, dog. It's tough. So okay, so damn, Cam. Uh, so Dimitri went with, with Catherine. The dude got a female. The dude got a orange hair chick. The short one in my group. I can't forget the name. He got her. So it's a he washing machine in her shit. Oh, you talking about a net? I'm tweaking. Yeah, a net. There you oh, go. talking about a net. Okay, yeah, a net. A net. Okay. He, yeah. You know. Yeah, I like the net. Yeah. But uh, I was surprised that Felix and whatchamacallit didn't get a wife at the end. But that's because every other female in that game died because I had to kill him by my hands. Oh, but um, then you got um, so 
Ash and the blonde haired chick end up going with each other. It's okay. They said it is uh, rumored that they bumped the boots. No, they fucked. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Um, so all in all, I enjoyed this game. I enjoyed that. I'm giving it like a week before I do my next playthrough. Um, and then I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get the real niggas back on my squad, bro. I'm gonna keep it real. I gotta try to get like a net back on my squad. I start to love her towards the end of the game. Really start putting in work. Um, I know I can't get Dimitri back. Really, really sad. I can't get Dimitri back. Really, really sad. That is my nigga. <laughs> uh, probably wouldn't be as sad as I had to cam in the just had the visceral in my head of Dimitri and the dude holding hands at an altar. Well, probably made me cut the console down. But, uh, no type like, shit of like, doing none of that whole ass shit you niggas out there be doing thinking you doing some fly <laughs> shit. Nigga, if you're in a room naked with some other niggas and some broad, them niggas looking at your ass. Exactly. Love who you love. It's just, if you see the dude, <laughs> if you see who the dude is, and you see who Dimitri is, just the aspect of them two niggas just, because them niggas are men. You see, you see that? <laughs> The Wait, light kind of Huh? Oh, uh, the dude got Shamir and Dimitri. Not, tell, tell, tell them about Golden Deer, though. Golden Deer? Tell, tell about Golden Deer. Who Claude ended up with? Who Claude ended up with? Oh, freaking Lorenz, bro. That's some Who is that the, the, That purple hair dude. That's the purple hair pretty boy, nigga. <laughs> that made me so mad, bro. Batman and me getting the paper. You know what I'm talking about? And I had to put that out there, bro, because. Look, I ain't even mad. Like, but like Pimp C said, man, you do you. But you knew Claude when he grabbed your hand in that dance that he wasn't about that vagina life, bro. You knew it from the beginning. The funny, he was about them cheeks, okay? But the funny thing is, is that like realistic. I'm gonna speak up, but realistically, he doesn't have a gay option. Like, you can't. Oh, you can't romance Claude. You can't, even though like the dude ended up with Dimitri in in BC's path, he ended up with like Claude ended up with Lawrence. It's not like they fucked or they got married or anything. It's more it's like storylines, companionship yeah. shit. Like it's not like they actually like loved each other or some shit like that. It was just more so companionship shit. Because like the main character, the main character is the only person in that game, male or female. Who you can legitimately have a gay relationship with? Because I chose with for the female path, I chose Mercedes at the end of the path. Okay, okay. All right, I was about to say, hey, you know, it's implied they was companions, but when the candle got blown out at the end of the fortnight, hey, the dude was the, the dude said I'll always be by your side, and it's a little cold. So, <laughs> all right, let That's me check before this shit get problematic. Um, <laughs> 10 out of 10 game. And speaking of 10 out of 10, um, throughout this week, I know I was going down a list of um, shows that I was going to binge watch and stuff like that. I wanted to break it off because I hate going into a straight line of things. And also, while, trying to watch Stein Gate while working at the same time is literally like trying to put a, a fucking pistol in your mouth and, and jump on Somebody's going to lose. Um, <laughs> so I was like, let me watch something that this is a fuck animation thing right here. So at work, I have to watch Doug. I have to watch Doug because oftentimes I would have to look at my screen for a customer. I put it on Doug as soon as the show starts. What the fuck? At this point, I'm like, let me let me go ahead and watch it in Japanese. At this point, I damn near understand what the fuck going on. But uh, 
I was watching for the show is it is um it is uh huh. Megalobox. Now look, we praise Megalobox on the podcast, but people refuse uh people don't understand. DC was the first to watch this fucking show way he back was. when it first came out. Yeah, he I was. remember this shit because I remember him talking about he how was. much Megalobox yeah. how good it was. I remember it. I always had in the back of my mind, watch Megalobox. And when season two came out, it reminded myself, watch Megalobox. And I, yeah, that, I heard that, that song awesome. saying it's a really good season two. So I was like, let me binge watch it. Um, near perfect anime. Like, literally, near perfect. It don't have anything to be like, man, this shit was garbage. Well, I don't, it's one of those shows I was like, they did what they had to do throughout the story and told what the story that they had to tell. Ain't no, ain't no think pieces with this shit. <laughs> ain't no fucking... You know, I can't understand the motive of the main character. It it literally was good from the beginning, good from the end. The main character was true to himself from the beginning to the fucking end. The, 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 big, the big bads throughout the show really made you dislike the big bads. Like nigga with the gears that um that automatic they sell, I fucking hated that nigga, bro. Yeah. Um, Whatever that nigga name is. He became is. one of my favorite characters in season two. Yeah, season two. He, he's... <laughs> yeah, shout out to Dubs. But uh like I did not like that nigga, but his story was his story was interesting. I enjoyed the shout out for them taking the coach other eye. That shit was hilarious. Uh <laughs> 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 it took both his eyes, right? Yes. He, took his, he yeah. took his other eye. Oh, he took his other eye? Shout yeah. out for that nigga going blind. because um, I, I looked that's when the, the sub part, because I looked up when he was touching Gillis Joe hand. I'm like, why this nigga got two blindfolds on? Who took this nigga out? <laughs> uh, but no, it's a very good show. Uh, definitely watch it if you didn't get a chance to. Everybody will tell you that Megalobox is just one of them good series. It, you know, in terms of like saying if it's, of course it's not like my favorite because I like shows for different reasons. I just don't like shows for animation. I, I typically like it for the story of the main character, who the main character represents, you know, Goku and Things of that nature. We'll say Aaron Yeager, but he's a seagull at the moment. So. He's a tree. He's a tree. A uh, tree. Uh, um, <laughs> but, you know, situations like that, I, I love to tell the uh, Naruto, you know, that's the reason I love a lot of shows, not necessarily the plot throughout the show, but the journey of the main character, things of that nature. Gilda's Joe is one of them niggas. I'm definitely get it. If y'all get a chance, watch that show. I'm a star season. I'm a star. You know, this is my, this, this should be me and Cam brag moment. I'm a, um, Star season two Monday because I thought you got did. Work on Monday, us corporate niggas ain't gonna work on Monday. Big facts, boy. <laughs> we get Big the facts. <laughs> oh God, bro, bro, bro I'm telling you, one of, bro, one of the best things in life is sleeping in on a fucking Sunday, bro. It's bro, one bro. of the best things in the in the in the <laughs> world, G. You go to sleep, you go to sleep, and you go, and you ain't gotta worry about. Your alarm clock saying waking you up in six hours, 32 minutes. G Preach. It is the best fucking feeling in the world, my nigga. So, for all you niggas that work on Monday, hold that L. So, I was getting like one of my weekly evaluations, and my boss, you know, I stepped up on my job, I started doing better and better. You know, if I'm gonna be here for a while, I might as well try. So, I started doing good, and he was like, I was like, so uh, do I gotta come in Monday? You're like, no, brother, enjoy the weekend. We're gonna work Monday. Memorial <laughs> Day, let's go. <laughs> My hands went in the fucking air. <laughs> uh, but you know, Monday I'm gonna start season two. I'm gonna hold myself to it. 
because uh, most of the niggas that'll be online to be at work, so I ain't gotta get on the <laughs> Can you, can you imagine working on Monday, bro? That shit crazy. I don't give a f about your views. Clearly, your ideology is off. I'm not asking you something. I'm telling you. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I look, look. When, when, when I know if a lot of our listeners are younger, when you get out of college and you or high school, whatever the sad about you call me, you get you like a legit job or in or career. And you have worked nine to fives in the in the previous life, and you decided you know you hate going on a holiday. Holiday pay is good, but you still have to work on a fucking holiday. But if you the go to a good paying job, you ain't never to do that shit again and still get fucking paid. Right, you go to a good paying job, you ain't got to worry about holiday pay. <laughs> you get your holiday pay is technically your two weeks. That's pay. that's my goal. My goal is corporate working. All right. Doctor the man. <laughs> That's the con. The pro, everything that involves working a salary base. Hey, the man will make sure you get paid. So, uh, but no, all in all, it's been a good week for me. Again, if it's two things that you would get, thank God I went quick. If it's two things that you would get from me, it is uh, watch Megalo Boxing and play Three Houses. It is the bomb. Uh, oh, yeah, now we'll be prime. I will be trying to go on my Demon Souls slash Dark Souls type runs and things of that nature. I'm not bad at Demon Souls so I can beat a Dark Souls and or Bloodborne and or Neo because that is a Souls type game. So if I can beat one of those games, I will play Demon Souls. Guess what? Probably won't happen, but Natro will try his best. I'll be quick because I ain't watch shit, but uh, One Piece, I'll move it on from that. We're talking about everything I read, so I'll move on from that. And in gaming, I barely game, other than Red Dead. So that's it for me this week. Hey, hey. I respect that. Hey, man, come on. We can hop online, bro. I got to try 100% that game. I'll come through. Man, don't you got to pay? <laughs> Didn't you say that we only get $25 for doing like a uh, like a legendary quest, man? Yeah, but I'm, I'm doing tedious shit just to get trophies, bro. I ain't taking that shit. I'll hop online one of these days. AKA two months from now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, all right. So for me, uh, I'll start with reading. Um, aside from aside from One Piece, the the weekly webtoons, Lore Olympus, um, Lore Olympus, Unordinary, and what else is there? Oh yeah, it's mine. Uh, other potential uh, Black Otaku review topics because I really want to talk about those series. Um, and on to watching. So, uh, Megalo Boxing season two, last week's episode, another uh, Black Talk Reviews episode. Um, thinking about doing a more in depth talk about like season two and maybe even some stuff from season one. Uh, but I, I really like last week's episode with uh, <laughs> this man, Mac. Man, I, I don't want to spoil anything because since Day Trail is now watching season two. Oh so. my but god, that man, man Mac is 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 wild, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. And that Mac time had me shook. I was like, Oh, okay. my man's Lou had a chance, <laughs> he had a chance, he did have a chance. But he and on, he, he said, his, Nah, I want to see what Mac time about. He was on his <laughs> Goku status or Saiyan status every time they get a new power up, he was cocky. Oh man, I'm spilling itself, G. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It led to feeling anything. His name name is Lou for a reason. Starts with an L. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) But yeah, uh, I do like the fact, like, again, um, we talk about like how Megalobotson does a great job of touching on like subtle things, not necessarily forcing it in your face. Like when it comes to the whole immigration, like stuff like that in like season two that you get. Like the whole touching basis on like CTE and mental health issues that arise from boxing, I do like how they're touching the touching bases on it, but it's not in your face or it's not like they're not treating you like a child. It's like this is this is what can happen from boxing, and this is the impact of it. So, shout to Megalo Boxing Season Two. That was really good. Um, uh, excuse me, Miss Nagataro. Funny episode. <laughs> really funny. <laughs> This week's episode, last week's episode. <laughs> this week's episode, this stuff, this week's episode was hilarious, man. <laughs> when she was like, because uh, they were saying they were talking about she doesn't want to get, she doesn't want to. She like the main character hasn't been studying; he's been playing games. So she was basically making fun of him, like, "Oh, you're you you game all day. Like, if you if you repeat the same year." I'm going to start calling you ex-senpai. And then, like, when he goes to study in the library, she's hanging out with her three friends, or her two other friends. And they're like, oh, if you fail, if you fail twice, you're going to have to start calling us senpai. And then they had, like, a little flashback <laughs> or, like, a little thing of him in that situation. It was funny. But then the um, the 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 tan chick that got introduced last episode. Yeah, the uh, uh, the, kinda, the other friend. I forgot her name. Yeah, the airhead, the kind of the airhead chick. She came out. She came out in the cut, and she was like, "Yeah, y'all niggas dumb too. Y'all gotta uh, take these tests again." <laughs> and then she, and then, um, I but I like that. I I because it was a it was a preview in the next episode, like involving him spending time with her for some reason. Now, my theory is I don't read the manga. Either she's playing with this nigga, like she's pl- she's playing five D chess with this nigga's uh, emotions because she knows that Nagataro likes him, or she genuinely likes him. Either way it goes, it's gonna be funny because I want to see Nagataro's reaction to the fact that there's another girl that is trying to get close to him. Um, but yeah, great episode, funny as hell. The those Snow White notes. Um, we finally got to the part in the tournament arc where they went up for their group performance. Really good song, a uh, really good uh, song number, but it being a cliche, sports, anime, anything that involves a tournament, I had like a, I had like a little mini rant that like all of these shows they try to break the mold. I, I find it so funny that a lot of these shows that have tournament arcs and stuff like that, they they like to kind of throw this thing where the protagonist or the protagonist main group they don't win the tournament. And it's like, dog, like you and 50,000 other anime have have done the same thing where it's like they enter a tournament arc, high stakes, they're motivated to win the, the tournament, they don't win in the end. And it's like, okay, what's the point? Like, it's like, are you trying to be cool? Are you trying to be clever? It's like, nigga, I saw this already. Like, it would be a twist if they actually won the tournament. <laughs> like, if they actually went and won the thing that they said they were going to win. So... I gotta knock points off of that because they it felt like they were trying to be clever with the fact that they didn't win first. They won third place, but it, the way they presented it in the episode is like they were trying to be clever. Like <gasps> they didn't win, and it's like no, yeah, of course they didn't fucking win. They're the main characters in a tournament <laughs> arc. Um, 
that's those Snow White notes. And then uh, Tokyo Revengers, oh, uh, decent little episode. You said what, Chris? You, you watched this week's episode? Because I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm not going to spoil it. Not much happens. Not yeah. As far as, like, drama and, like, tragic shit, not a lot of stuff goes down. We get a cool little aftermath of, like, when he was fighting Draken and Mikey in the last episode. Uh, but I will say this, Val. I, it, we're, like, eight epi- nine episodes in, I think, at this point. Yeah. The main character yeah. of this show is a fucking Dumbass. moron. Like, he is the dumbest person I have ever seen in that situation. I'm, I'm just, it's one of those things where it's not even, it's not like dumb, like with Goku, where it's like, it's quirky. It's dumb where it's like, I'm genuinely getting mad at the situations that he's putting himself in. I'm like, bro, come, you, especially since the fact that you a grown ass man and you going back in time, bro. So it's not like you got the excuse of you a child. Nigga, you got, hopefully you got some experience to think, to, to think in situations like these, and it's like he does not use his fucking brain. He's not a character trait retard, he just a retard. (laughs) Yes, basically. He's like really stupid. In this episode, Chris, I'm telling you, this episode is like infuriating with how dumb he is with some of the stuff that happens later on. Um, That's it for uh, watching. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Major, I am now on season four. I am. Oh, season three was so freaking good. <laughs> season three of Major was so good. In the fact, like they they intentionally nerfed the main character Goro because he's like a baseball prodigy, right? So he the the whole point of season three and this nigga is a fucking savage. So he what happens is so like the last time I talked about this in last podcast episode was that the fact that he joined Kaido or he he wanted to join Kaido. Uh, he wanted to beat Kaido, but then he ended up joining uh, the Kaido baseball team. So in season three, what ends up happening is that he makes he makes uh, the second string team. And the second string team has an exhibition match against the main team. Kind of like to, it's more so to kind of gauge their skill set. But Goro being a GOAT basically goes like, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to take the second string team. I'm going to beat the main team. Because I literally came to your baseball school so that I could beat your main team, quit your school, go to a different school, join their baseball team, and then in the net, and then the tournament in the summertime, beat your ass again. I was like, bro, this nigga is a savage. So he beats the main team. That nigga pulled a Jimmy Butler. He beat, <laughs> he, be, he beats the main team, quit. He like he goes like, all right, I quit. I'm going to another school. He goes to another school with no baseball team. Forms a baseball team, takes his rookie amateur ass baseball team through the tournament, finally gets to Kaido. But along the way, it's like this bitch ass adult nigga who intentionally injures him during like a practice match. So like throughout the whole season, he's literally not at 100% because he's pitching with a broken uh, right foot, but he's still a savage. Uh, but the, But it ends with him like he pitches himself to exhaustion and he like, the game gets canceled. Basically, he technically loses the game against Kaido, but he won. He won to me. So now, currently in season four, he graduated high school. So now he's in America, um, and he's playing through the minor leagues because he wants to uh, play major league baseball. So, really good shit, man. Shout out to shout out to Major, bro. I fucking I stand that nigga Goro Kun. That nigga is a savage. Um, and for playing, uh, Shimigami Tensei three, of course. 
Um, I think that's pretty much it. I'm debating. There's this game that came out on the Switch called The World, the World Ends Club. Um, for all my people who know about Danganronpa, it's made by the same person who made that game, and I love those games. So I'm debating on if I want to not necessarily do a Black Otaku plays of it, but just play it. Uh, so yeah, but shout out to uh, Saturday. I took a break today. I didn't fucking record anything. I didn't edit anything. I just sit. I just fucking watched anime all day, and it was one of the best things I've ever experienced. Cause shit can get real stressful, and I was like, no, nah, I can't. I can't keep doing this every day. I gotta take a fucking break. Hey, that's a smart thing to do. Cause hey, I will. I will say this to you, Cam G. I res- I will say this, Cam. I respect your hard work, G. I respect it, G. I really do. I'm giving you credit for it, G. Your hard work is not. I appreciate it, G. I appreciate it a lot, G. And we'll come back, especially once some ad revenue. Once we get ad revenue. But um, let's go ahead. Oh, that's everybody. So let's go ahead again to One Piece, DC. You know the vibes when it comes to that. Lead it. Hold on, let me pull this shit up. While DC's pulling it up, uh, shout out to the Kaido bars. I'm always here for Kaido bars. Kaido, Kaido's going is coming for Thanos' crown for best rapper, rapper villain, because he's just dropping bars on niggas. G.I.T. whoops their ass. All right, so I got the uh, chapter up. So we start the chapter off with um, Kaido talking about how Luffy managed to cope his blows with Conqueror's hockey, but his technique is left to be desired. And Kaido says, what was it again? Goma Goma no what? And he starts wow, laughing. Wow, wow. Who does his laugh? Man made fun of his fucking technique, dog. Like, That's come crazy. on, G. <laughs> Legend. Man, like, that, that's, that's funny as hell. Because, like, I don't think any um, villain has, like, overtly said Luffy's technique name like that. Like, like dissed him like that. Like, I'll right, rock with that. Not like he can hear him anyway, because the nigga's unconscious, sick at the bottom true. of the ocean. <laughs> and we cut to um, the most interesting part of the chapter where Kaido says, seems like you couldn't be Joy Boy either. That sparked a shit ton of Theory dates, debates. theories throughout the week. I have my own, but we'll talk about that later. Is he talking um, about Roger? No, not Roger, just no. Joy Boy in general. It, There's a lot of... I had to Lord. do my research on Joy Boy because I forgot totally about hey, that I don't shit. know what the fuck that's talking about. I could quickly explain. So, like, yeah. remember, Joy Boy is basically in Fishman Island, that big poneglyph that was written towards the first oh. mermaid princess. Joy Boy is supposed to bring the people of Fishman Island on the Noah to the surface. And, like, in um, the Odin flashback, we find out that the final poneglyph on Raftal Tells you about Joy Boy, and after Roger read it, he's like, Joy Boy, I wish I was in your um, generation. I wish I met you. So there has to be... And then there's some other stuff where, like, the uh, Sea Kings were saying that the Sovereign will be born. There's two Sovereigns. So they were talking about the uh, ancient weapon, which was Shirahoshi, but they were talking about someone else, and we were trying to figure out who that is. And then it's possibly or more than likely... I wouldn't say reincarnation, but the title of Joy Boy probably comes into the world or something like that, based on how it it could be a prophecy or it could just be an inheritance thing. I hope it's not like a he reincarnates into the world because you know how I feel about that. I don't like it. 
I honestly forgot about those poneglyphs too. Like, oh, I, 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 I forgot. It's because it's like, like whenever he touches on the poneglyphs, it's like he goes like, yeah, there's a poneglyph, and then we don't hear anything about a poneglyph like 50 chapters, and I'm just like, oh, okay. It's gonna save it for the uh, last chapter, uh, last arc, yeah. but yeah, that's that's what everybody's been talking about. Then we cut to Kaido talking about Huang, to, and she he tells her to tell everybody that I defeated Luffy. And then we cut to Yamato making her way up to the top, and she's still on her I'm Odin BS. So hopefully she gets some development on that because it's still weird. And we get to Momo, and he's reading his father's journal. And he's seen, this is another like plot detail that everybody's talking about. Momo read something specific to his birth and he says, it seems I can't afford to die. So there's something important in that journal that hopefully we get that explains more about Momo's lineage. Cause he's just like Luffy. Idol son. No. Idol, he's Idol's true son. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Yamato's just adopted. That's weird. Cause you was clinging on if it, uh, never mind. I'll not go there. But uh, then we have Shinobu. She's trying to get him to, you know, further explain what's going on. So hopefully we get some more information dropped nope. about that. You already know we not. We are going to get that in this arc. It's related to one. I feel like he going to tease the fuck. I feel like he ain't going to come back to that for a while, though. No, we're like, not getting Joy Boy shit, but we're <laughs> definitely getting We have to get this journal stuff because this has been the entire flashback was him writing in the journal. And then Yamato was talking about it. So we, if he doesn't get to it in this arc, I'm going to have problems. Because that's a literal, like... That capital go drop. And then 50 chapters later, then Momo's going to be like, yo, you remember before the capital dropped? I was talking about the journal. This is what it said in the journal. <laughs> I hope it happens this arc. But um, then we cut to the skull dome where Chopper's <laughs> swinging clean around <laughs> with Peril Sparrow's arrows in his back going crazy. It's such an awkward cut because it's like, yeah. damn, bro. Like everything is, it's like it's a lot of shit going on, and then we cut to Chopper. Like, hey, why? Hey, <laughs> I don't like it, but I'm okay with how Queen kind of laughed at his attacks off. Because I swear, if Queen like drew up blood from that, bro, I was going to oh, the dialogue. The, think, the, the Chopper think pieces is coming in, G. <laughs> Man, I, I, hey, uh, hey, you, 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 you go, you go do something with that monster form, bro. Or you, you good? This, this shit ain't, this ain't doing nothing to me, bro. <laughs> That's little Queen was saying. And then we get a flashback to Caesar saying that he pushed Chopper's monster point from three minutes to what was it, thirty minutes? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Yeah, but thirty it comes minutes. Comes at a risk. But there's a risk. That was also interesting because uh, Chopper basically confirmed that he could have pushed himself further in the monster point but something happens and his monster points always cut short because someone always knocks him out before he has it in a prolonged period of time so there's probably something new pertaining to awakening because he's a zone so who knows maybe we'll get that when his timeline runs out because that was pretty weird um I'm telling you the chapter that ha the chapter that that happens i'm just gonna be like i got a new form okay I just want to know about Zoans. <laughs> I don't care about Chopper specifically. He's outperforming. He's doing more than I thought he would do this arc. So shout out to him. He did cure the COVID. <laughs> that wasn't even a like they made that such a big deal, and that got resolved in like what, like a, a chapter? A panel. A panel. A panel. He said I cured it. Cured. <laughs> Still a trash doctor. But anyway. <laughs> 
uh, Bao Hong connects Kaido's voice, and everybody in the uh, Skull Dome is hearing what Kaido says, and he proclaims that Luffy's been defeated. We get a double page spread of everybody's reaction to that. Um, I'm not going to go over everybody, but there's a lot of. I have to talk about this Jinbei Who's Who panel. Niggas have been memeing this to hell, saying it was a high diff fight that Oda's not showing us because they go and edit in the corner. They said this fight's equivalent to like. Vegeta versus Goku during the Blue Saga. Bruh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> it was showing gifts. Yeah, they're just trolling. They're just trolling. Bro, no. Okay, I'm when does say, crack? No, no it's so not the serious. They're happening. just trolling. When okay, does that glad, crack come into play? I'm just like, I don't, I like, I don't, I, did, I forgot that Jinbei was fighting. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but like, they like going in, which is, we want to see that fight. I mean, I want to see that fight because I want to know who who's who. About high tier fight. Like, then then they can squeeze that shit into a small panel. <laughs> but like, if you look at the panel, like <laughs> you know, Toei's gonna have them like go at it with crazy animation. They're gonna do some volleys, some DBZ type teleporting. The filler, filler. They got they got to do that runtime. You know they got. <laughs> but I saw a couple memes. It was killing me for like a good half a day. Um, skip to that, and we get to the climax of this arc, I mean, this chapter, where uh, Kondro pulls up on Momonosuke, Kinema, and Kiku. I love Momonosuke's having another headache, which is oddly convenient. He was about to give us information. He gets a headache, so it is what it is with oh, that's that. storytelling 101, bro. Come on, now you know that. Odin <laughs> pops back in, or fake Odin pops in, and <laughs> Kiku's like, no, it's not him. Let me finish him. And Knowing that this is Kondro, she still falls for the okie doke. Thank God. It doesn't stab Kondro, and Kondro stabs her, giving her a fatal No, 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 no. That song is outdated, bro. Oh, no, 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 no. It's Kua Smoke, bro. Oh, wait. You right. Hold up. Hold up. Why is this playing? It's not going all Soundboard tweaking, but I got it. That's 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 fitting because Kanjo took out two scabbards on his own. That nigga doing numbers. Kanjiro, who was smoke, who was smoke, Kinimon. Oh no, we'll get to that. Kinimon, it's coming right back. Don't worry, we're coming right back. But Kiku is apparently on on dust door. Kinimon gets upset, so he goes in to deal the final blow on Kanjiro, and him and Kanjiro have a cool dialogue. Saying, um, even though I was like playing on stage while I was faking it, we were the closest of friends. Dies, Thank and then you. Uh, the, the, niggas, dog. that's another. Day. Let's go. But you got you got <laughs> big Kinemon uh, standing in front of Kaido. <laughs> he tells he tells Shinobu Momonosuke to move, and Kaido's 
Kaido swings for the fences and cracks. You can if you look at the the, the club, it's cracked. It's it's his fucking head is gone, dog. His swords are his, snapped. His head is gone. That nigga is it, he. That smoked. nigga is the qualityest of woods, my nigga. Push that shit that in. Nigga. Rolled him up. Finest the weed, the finest. That of nigga blood. squeezed yeah. it all the way in. <laughs> G. <laughs> Man, no coffin, no nothing afterwards, bro. He just smoked that shit. Finest quality. And saying not a word. He didn't say a word. Man, he, he didn't he wasn't say a, a threat. <laughs> he wasn't a threat. He was just like, bro, I did like he literally he came into the room. He saw he saw Momonosuke. He was like, all right, I'm at I'm on your head top, Momonosuke. Saw them run away. Kinemon stepped in front of him. He was just it's like it's like if you've ever been like inconvenienced or something. I'm like, it's like it's like an ant, right? Or you walking down the street or something like that, you just see an ant right there. Like, it's just walking. Like, this is some macabre shit, right? But you just see an ant walking down. And it's like, why the fuck is this thing in my way, bro? <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's like an inconvenience thing. So he was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Hook. And now he gone. And now this is my favorite part of the chapter because as I said in my, in my, my notes, the less red scabbards we have or the less red L's we have, the less time we get to focus on these bum ass niggas, boy. And I, I want. And they got rid of to the top two, people. the top two. I'm gone. glad. I even know what the, the top, like, because I don't give a shit about Okiku, but Kinemon to me has been one of the most annoying characters like this past that has ever been introduced in New World to me. I don't like this nigga. I never liked this nigga. So now that the fact that he's gone, I'm, I'm smoking on that pack, bro. Get that nigga out of here, G. All right. Wait, we gotta get back to it. Smoking on Lil Peter, I was smoking Trey D too. Free my nigga Max to they motherfucking free you. Knock a nigga out, boy, you can get your ass beat too. Lil Ho, you tripping, baby girl, I don't need you. You could walk a thousand miles and I still don't wanna see you. I got the whole city scared, these niggas know what we do. Ooh, I smoke, ooh, I smoke. baby. Ooh, I smoke, ooh, Yo, that oh. low key, that is like a huge conclusion. <laughs> kind of like where the ops said, because <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Yo, I'm naming that episode. Where, Yo, kind of where the ops said. <laughs> now take the bias out of this shit, right? Because we know when when favorites of shows bias come out. But where is this rank in top One Piece arcs? It's still going on. <laughs> We're just way, I get the car, the I get the car progress. I don't watch it, nigga, so you can feel the climax coming within like five or six chapters, bro. At least, know, for this, at least for this part of the, at least for this part of the arc, I mean, it's not bad, you know what I'm saying? I say like, I say like, I still, I still like whole cake better, to be honest. Um, but uh, I would say that like this arc has been really. I'd say like this is like a top three arc for me. That most definitely is a top three arc. It has to be, in my opinion, because yeah. the Odin flashback. If you don't, if you take the Odin flashback out, I say it's average. But the Odin flashback, pretty much, yeah. Odin, top five. Roger, yeah. like stuff like that is important. But like some of the war stuff has been kind of being a little bit drawn out. Uh, the Red L's, I fucking hate them, and they make and Odin. Odin tries to make a really big deal with them, but it's like, bro, just kill these niggas. But the one thing that has been carrying this arc. Is low key Kaido, Kaido being yeah. Kaido. 
he's been carrying this arc. It's similar to like um, Kaido is giving off like Tagoro vibes in terms of like you niggas can't touch me. And some of you <laughs> and the nigga who's who's supposed to be worthy to touch me can't touch me either. <laughs> the bottom of the fucking oh he's done. So it's like done. We're getting it. <laughs> that nigga is gar- probably go get saved by Katakuri or some shit. I wouldn't be surprised. It's gonna be a random. Uh, uh, it's gonna be a random. You already know I gotta uh, get on them green haired niggas. I'll go ahead, bro. Get your oh yeah, yeah. Get your balls off. But but he didn't. He really. He was only in one panel. No, they no, said no, something no, about no. that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it's something to else. DC told me. I was like, damn. Hey, did you see? Did you see his pectoral kill? Where's that scar at? Where's that scar that uh, uh, Green Boy was supposed to uh, give Kaido? Ooh. Well, where's that scar at, man? Where's that My scar man is at? clean as fuck, bro. This, hey, He's strolling people, clean as fuck. <laughs> people were saying, oh, Zoro did the most damage to Kaido all arc, bro. But he cleaned, smoking, smoked Luffy, smoked Kinemon. So, and still kicking. Man's is just walking around at this point. Yeah, so. he, he genuinely doesn't give a fuck. Nigga turned it. He turned it to dra- He turned it to his dragon form. And was like, I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna give y'all a chance to join me, nigga. I smoke. And if y'all and if y'all don't and if y'all ain't happy about the results, come find me. Come find me, and, and we can true. talk this out. G. He said, "Come find me, or join me, nigga." I'm like, bro, this. Yo, my man's is on his BBC <laughs> from state property. Shit, he said, you "Gonna get down or you gonna lay down, G." Nigga said, I smoked yo, your fucking captain, bro. Who next? Yo, Kaido <laughs> might be top two, G. I'm sorry, G. Well, I think about it. Kaido really has some legit nigga vibes in him, bro, and I respect it, G. Bro, in, terms of, in, ter- in, in terms of One Piece villain, uh, One Piece antagonist villains, he's number one for me. Yeah, he might mm. he's up there. He's, he's easily number one. Like, I'm, I can't, like, because I already know niggas going to say Blackbeard, but the nigga ain't done shit yet. He hasn't really done nothing. He hasn't done a damn thing yet. And like, like it's just Doflamingo was cool and all. He, he was drip, but Luffy, all, all he had was drip, and it only took Luffy one confrontation yeah, to that's beat that Damn, that's a buy right there, man. Say all that nigga had was drip. That's a buy. All that he in. had was all he had was because hey, I like I like Dolphy. He was a decent villain, but I love the drip. Yeah, and he had, and drip. it took Luffy one confrontation to beat him. Katakuri was the same thing. I like Katakuri. Took one confrontation. Now I know niggas like to debate on if Luffy won the fight or not. I don't give a fuck. Who cares. But Nigga with Kaido, Luffy has literally ran into Kaido multitudes of times, and Kaido has consistently just been like, "Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here! I'm gonna take this capital. I'm fucking plunging Wayne onto chaos. I'm taking. I'm taking your head top. I'm taking these Poniclis, and I'm about to be the Pirate King, bro." I can't see anybody who's been topping it at all. I'm trying to think. Uh, Rob Lucci, I mean, it took two confrontations, but Luffy still bested him. Uh, Crocodile did it in three. Crocodile did it in three, but like. Magellan, actually, Magellan does not have an L from Luffy. He doesn't he didn't beat. Ma- he didn't yeah, Magellan beat. was a real nigga. I mean, Luffy didn't beat. Yeah, Luffy Magellan didn't was beat a real him. one, though. They had to run from him. Yeah, but I mean, like. 
but like Kaido, come on. Kaido smoked the whole worst generation, G. Kaido, with... Kaido was taking his club. This man Magellan is cloaking himself in fucking poison, and Kaido's going like, he go fucking boop, take the poison from the club and drink it, and go like, mm, tasty. Shit still ain't killing me. Next, man, like Kaido is a different breed. This nigga, nigga has been in consistent fight after fight after fight, giving niggas bars, plunging shit into chaos. No one in the series so far has come close to being a bigger threat than Kaido in One Piece. No one. No last hope. Absolutely none. But, um, yeah, so anything else we got to add about One Piece DC before we move on? Oh, uh, that's it. All right, cool. So we got a bunch of news anniversaries and gameplay reveals to talk about let's get the slight news out the way first first gta 5 ps5 next gen news rockstar said rockstar is evil but go ahead daytra so this is not confirmed but it's all but confirmed so they said that if gta 5 will release from next gen system we knew this with the ps5 release Unfortunately, when the PS5 release, they said this is one of the bigger games that's going on the system, teary-eyed. But, um, so the good thing, there's pros and cons with all of this, right? There's one pro, only one pro. Um, and it's not really a big pro because this game is for three generations, and if you haven't owned this game yet, it is kind of because you have been avoiding the fact of owning this game. But GTA 5 yeah. Online will be for free for the first, I think, two weeks of PlayStation, or first three months, when did that make? First Who month, gives a shit? Because everybody has owned this game. Every monetized to shit, bro. GTA 5 online fucking sucks. Okay, you're doing it yes, for content. <laughs> Unless you is a very like me, I like to try to find ways to have fun on my own and shit like that. And even that don't work. Uh not even uh not even like, you know, it's not working in my opinion. It's it got the, the it don't have the black otaku stamp of approval. Uh now the story mode, one of the better story modes of two generations ago. Is not going to be it's so it's going to be sold separately from the online mode for the PS5, and it is to be sold at seventy dollars. Now, That's my ass. <laughs> now there is no <laughs> way in hell you can make people pay seventy. I understand if you go on sale, you want to play the store mode, and you got some shit that you want to take part in, so you get it for like thirty, forty dollars. All right, do you what you do with your money? But there's no in hell. It was somehow, some way y'all sold us with better graphics, better pizza, Papa John's to get that shit on the PS4. But for this PS5, there's nothing you can do to tell me this is a different game. Nothing. There's no way, no how, that you could be like, yeah, this is a different game. What the fuck? Is we going to play in quick? Uh, I'm wondering what the only thing they could do is uh, 60 FPS. What the fuck is that? The, bro, niggas who... Niggas, <laughs> I want to go to this shit. So there was an argument in the PlayStation, one of the PlayStation things. I had a quick one to the comment section of like, so there was an argument. They were like, PlayStation, fix your phrase for fucking Horizon Zero Dawn. And niggas was like, hey, you can't fix your phrase for that shit. You know, the old one, not two, the old one. They were like, you can't fix your phrase. It's locked at 30 or whatever the fuck is locked mm-hmm. They are like, no, fix it. We need it fixed. They would, they would have to do uh they would have to do like a like a remaster or yeah they're like well you yeah, can't fix right. it no we need to some people and they're like okay you know you don't have to play the game like it's been you know you could play it whatever originally played for the ps4 not the 
No, but some people, and then the dude blocked the guy who was giving him a legitimate argument of a reason why this shit not gonna happen. It's not a press of a button with him. But I just want to say that in your like the frame for a second crowd, unless you're gay, unless you're hitting a cyberpunk situation with shit running at like fucking five, or you're in a situation in which you play a multiplayer game and shit not working correctly, you frame per second niggas can suck my dick. That is not a reason you should buy a game, bro. Games are meant to be enjoyed off gameplay. Graphics cool. Your PS4, because most of you niggas got a PS4 who care about this, or Xbox who care about this fan second. Can't even handle fucking three leaves on a tree without about to power down in two seconds. So I don't want to hear that fucking it's shit. Sounding like it's about to kamikaze. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit, bro. Like all these niggas who, who had comments about certain shit on the horizon or not, a lot of y'all niggas about to be fighting, talking about outside the club because your PS4 not going to be able to get in. And that's not me being elitist. That's just me being fucking real. Do trees in that forest, nigga? Them niggas coming for blood when they see your system. It is. You are about to have Hugging. an alarm clock for a game system. You are the little that puppy that you got in your house that's that that's holding your goddamn PS4. If it's winter time and your heat is off, tell your family to huddle up by that bitch. And you will have heat. And turn on or turn on Horizon. <laughs> and turn on Horizon. Because you will <laughs> Now back to the GTA shit, right? Like there's nothing that you can come to me and tell me like, boom, this is the reason for me to buy this game. It's not. Like, I look, look, clown me if I eventually get the game, but you would have to sell me a reason why I'm playing. I'll probably be on my cam shit and then be on some black and top foods plays. But this is a different meaning to me uh, between me and Kim. I'm coming in for slander. That ain't no gameplay. Because <laughs> <laughs> Kim going in and doing a deep dive of, of viewing this game and telling you the reason you should buy, wait for sale, and things of that nature. No, I'm coming for blood. That's what I'm coming for. I'm coming. I'm coming to make fan bases mad. I'm coming for niggas to hate me. I'm coming for cease and desist. And yeah, that's what I'm coming for. <laughs> so there's no way, and then you killing me to bat this game. Like the way that Rockstar came from being one of the crit de la creme of fucking gaming companies to literally being EA levels of like we just want your fucking money. And this is all Take Two, aka if you don't know who. Oh take my is, God, Take Two. Take Two Entertainment, <laughs> which is the same people who make 2K, Borderlands, all that. It's the big. This is all Take Two. And also owns a portion of it. Things. It is. It's, it, I know it's a business. You got to get your money. But creativity is still, like gaming is still a love thing, bro. You can't make good games without love, Joe. That's just the way it is. You see it these days. You see all games come out to either be a clone or a fucking or a fucking uh, a battle royale, or you want to be on the next base. That ain't how it goes. The best games that's out now are games that if you even want to make that shit in 2003, it still wouldn't have been fucking fire on the PlayStation 2 graphics because it's love in that shit, dog. So I know all that type of shit. This, this, this. This here and now, like I don't care. I don't need GTA Five to push my system because I pushed the fucking game already. Like three times already, bro. Two I've times. that shit so many PS3 times. PS Three and PS Four. Personally, the only game that I'm getting that's already that I already played, if it's a remaster on the next gen, it's probably Cyberpunk and any fucking like you know when you play a Spider Man over any because one I want to play Cyberpunk on the next gen version because I just want to I, I like that game. But it's not like I ran laps in fucking cyberpunk. I played GTA originally. Didn't play it when I got my PS4. Played it in a regular playthrough. Then when it upgraded 
I did the fucking what you call it. First I did person the goddamn, person. Um, first, first person. person play through. I played first person without going to third person. There's no way you can tell me that you would add anything to that. Prove me the fuck wrong. As much as I love being right, and trust me, I enjoy it. I literally tell Chris that all the time when I'm right. But I love being proved wrong. Because in this aspect, it makes the world don't seem like a shitty place that it already is. So with that being said, fuck GTA in every aspect of the form. Fuck Rockstar for only making one game in fucking six years or whatever it is we fucking did. Longer than that. Fuck anybody who's standing that shit. If you stand this shit, I want you to do something. If you stand the fact that upgrading this this GTA for more and more effects is the best thing you can personally do, I want you to do something. I want you to whatever job you is you at, even if you're working at McDonald's or you're working at somewhere that gives you a lot of money, I want you to start saving checks. Till you know, not you know, don't go off of rent or anything. Till you get around like five racks, right? Five racks. When you get those five racks. Go to buildmypc.com. Build the PC to your your best specifications, and anything you want added. To or that hold on, hold on. That's 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 promote one of the homies. Go up to our own homie Aaron. Yeah, he'll got you. He got you. He'll build your PC for you. But when you do that, go on a mod workshop website. Click on the mod that you want to improve your game and download that bitch for free, and you will never have to understand. A Oh, they just want to update the game. You got it. Every time this game update is there, you are up to date with every fucking thing. You don't have to go through this shit. So all in all, fuck the niggas. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to the niggas, shout to the GTA cast though, because the royalty checks are fucking. Saying, bro, they probably they probably looking at these them that announcement. They was like again. Thank you. Uh, we got coming okay. for any voice acting. No, if we ain't got a voice act, all we gotta do, all y'all want to, I like this. That's it. All right, go ahead. We gotta do a thirty-second uh, promotion, going like, "Hey, buy GTA Five on PS Five." Okay, shoot. <laughs> it's a it's a sad day in gaming, but if anybody also got to say some shit about it, go ahead and slam the roster. Nope. I don't have nothing else to add. You say what nope. you need to say. You niggas is about just, to buy for the drop a seventy ball. That's hilarious. My man's is on straight weird shit. That's all I can say, man. That's funny as fuck that they charge seventy dollars for that old ass. No, they charging. That has been said. That's not a rumor. The only rumor is is if it will be upgradable or not. But the seventy dollars, oh. it will be seventy dollars. That's that's funny as hell. I think the president came out and said that because they he bro. <laughs> the funny thing is like you shifted the blame to your own company because you was like we just want to move forward like two K did. 2K was the first game to post the $70 tag. NBA 2K was the first game to push the same. So you shifted that shit to your own company, bro. That shit ass, bro. That's horrible. And it's like you you for a 4K <laughs> remat for a 4K remaster. It's like you literally just I don't even think it's gonna be 4K to be honest. It's That'd probably be gonna be if like, it's not it's that's probably, even it's nasty. gonna be it's gonna be upscaled. It's not that's gonna be even nasty if it's 4K. not, bro. That'd be nasty <laughs> if it's not. Ooh, that would be nasty, but hey. So it's like you pay exactly. $70. Here's the thing with the frame for second crowd. When you play games as much as the three niggas on this podcast or four when you want to count DC, that shit becomes so fucking normal after the first two hours, dog. It is. Go ahead and play Spider-Man Miles Morales. Your ass is like this the whole entire time, right? First two hours. After that. Yeah, and after that point, it's normal. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah like definitely I'll say, normal. I will definitely say this to the FPS crowd. Like, for people, especially when it comes to Spider Man, it's like there's a huge when you first experience it, like your very first hour. Because I played Miles Morales, I played it twice. I played it once all the way through, locked at 30 frames per second, and then I played it at 60 frames per second. There is a there is a difference in how smooth it is. But once you get past that smoothness, it's like, all right, cool. My whole thing is as long as it's like, to me, 30 frames, as long as it's that native frame rate where like I move forward, my person moves forward, I move back, my person moves back, everything flows normally, I'm okay. If it's 60 frames, cool. It, it, that means it'll be a lot more smoother, but I'm fine with the, because it was funny because I guess we can use this to segue into the horizon situation. The biggest thing that I heard a whole bunch of people when they were talking about the Horizon gameplay was, oh, for cinematic, for cinematic purposes, they locked in at 30 frames per second, so this isn't natural 60 frames per second. And I'm just like, for all my niggas who's talking about 30, can your phone or computer that you watching this YouTube fucking video on handle yeah, this shit? Like, come on, Yo, can your bro. internet handle this shit? Are you even taking into effect YouTube's natural compression when it comes to videos? Are you taking effect that Twitch <laughs> literally will say, watch this shit at the source? Because if you don't, your shit will crack. Like it will, it will your shit, like if you try to upscale it or downscale it or whatever, it's go, you go run into some playback issues. So I need y'all to realize that. Oh, and also, can your TV handle it? Nope. You even have a PS5 the to even Shrek, the Shrek VHS combo <laughs> TV cannot handle that shit. Right. <laughs> like a lot of you niggas are like I can't, I can't wait till we get into the Twitch because I think I want one of our first emotes to be but is it 60 frames per second though? Like I want one of our emotes to be like that because I cannot stand niggas talking about like, oh I can't play this game because it's 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 not in sixty it's not in sixty frames per second. It's like nigga, if you don't get your so 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 for all my God of War niggas, if you found out that God of War two was only going to be thirty frames per second, is you not playing that game? Like man, like is bro. you is you not gonna play the game? If, nigga, if, I'm here to freaking murder <laughs> murder Thor, my nigga. As long as that like, motherfucker look crispy and beautiful, that's what I'm here for. Are you gonna be like I can't touch God of War because it's not sixty frames per second? No. You you don't care if it's like you you won't even care about the thirty frames for sixty frames. So as that game drops, you will go be the first nigga. Follow my Final Fantasy Seven remake, niggas. Are you gonna care if no. Part Two comes out and it's only in thirty frames per second as opposed to sixty? No. Now, yes, is sixty frames better than thirty frames? Yes, because it's a higher number. So fucking course. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not a it's not a deal breaker. If you truly enjoy a game, if you truly want to experience and play a game. You are going as long as as long as it runs decently, as long as as everything is synced properly, it looks decent on whatever platform you're playing. You're gonna enjoy the game regardless. If it's not at the maximum, there's a lot of fucking games that I love: Persona Five, Kingdom Hearts Three, all this other stuff. Did I play those games at the maximum, bestest performance that it could ever be? No. Did it take away from my enjoyment of the game because I couldn't experience any of that shit? No. Because I just wanted to play the fucking game, so let's get off the fucking high horse. Let's because because like this this console generation has brought a lot of fake PC niggas who all of a sudden know about upscale 4K and 60 frames and all this other stuff. Like y'all chill out, y'all niggas just got a PS5. Y'all just experienced the 60 frames per second. Relax. <laughs> like it, it, 
And then if you do get a PC, I'm telling you, bro, niggas talking about this PC shit, bro. I'm keeping a hundred percent and ninety percent of your day on Twitter, your PC costs much as much as my PS4, bro. And I'm not even capping, bro. I do not want to hear you got a laptop that your school gave you for school and you never gave it back and you became a PC gamer because of that shit, bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear that shit at all, dog. A hundred percent not trying to hear that shit. Play modded Minecraft on that bitch, bro. Like <laughs> bro, able, bro able to put the world on limitless on Minecraft and think he top shit, bro. I don't want to hear that, dog. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that at all, but I got a question for you niggas, man. We were talking about Ryzen, because I think, aside from niggas talking shit about, you know, frames and shit like that, or that, from a gameplay's perspective, they, they showed a lot in that game that wasn't in Horizon 1. So it's it made it quite interesting, but my question for you niggas that stay on that topic, like, when as gamers have motherfuckers really became pussies like that for frames, dog? It star- I'm, I remember. I remember it started with the PS3 360. I would be on message boards and like it was definitely bad for like early PS3 because it wasn't a lot of decent exclusives but then but like I remember I think it was I was looking at people talk about Heavenly Sword which was a really good game at the time it was a really good game I, 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 rem- I game. definitely remember that I remember that conversation and niggas would sit there and be like oh my god this is not running at a smooth 30 and shit like that I'm yeah like, it used to be it used to be 30 back then peep it, it had to, to be, be a smooth 30 30. It had to be a smooth 30. I'm like, fucking difference does it make and shit like that. My only issue is the fact her hair looks weird, but at least it's decency, long hair flowing in a video game at least. But other than that, I'm like, I'm looking at the fact that you're like, yo, I'm beating up crowds of people with a, with a sword. That's what I wanted to do. And I actually enjoyed Heavenly Sword. Kind of sucks I never got a sequel, but that it started with the PS3 360 era, G. That's when it really got fucking bad. It started to teeter in the PS4, Xbox, especially when uh Scorpio, which is now Xbox, X. Xbox One X. Yeah, Xbox One X, when that came out, because they were the biggest thing that they were promoting that it was natural 4K and natural 60 frames per second, but it didn't have no game, so nobody was really talking about it. It was mm-hmm. high, high, high spec performing console. But you, it didn't have shit to play anything. Come on, like, keep it up. <laughs> like, like, this is the thing about that shit, right? You had that 4K shit. You you was there looking like you was playing Rise Son of Rome for two hours and realized that you was fucking playing Rise Son of Rome. And then you stopped playing that shit because it was ass. Because it was an ass game, 4K or not. Rise Son of Rome, my nigga. Then you popped in Sunset Overdrive. You was like, damn, this underrated. But ain't nobody playing this bitch with But he plays this fucking game. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear that shit, dog. Like, this shit not my, this shit not my, my, my lane. Because I remember before fucking Resident Evil came out, 8, whatever the fucking uh, number they on right now. And niggas, niggas have to put out fucking videos at which system do the frames dip out first. Do it dip out? Do it dip oh, yeah. for fucking 60 on PlayStation first or Xbox or Windows and hold? I'm like, bro, what type of then niggas in the comment you see? Oh, Xbox, it stays at 60 longer than PlayStation. It's like, but you wouldn't if you're what naturally if you're naturally playing the game, you wouldn't notice that. Like, like Chris, you played Resident Evil 8. Like, if you in a high intense moment, is your first thought being like, damn, this shit dipped from 60. Man, I'm trying to get uh, out the jam, to nigga. <laughs> like, I just think that like, and if you are somebody who I mean I'm not, listen, I ain't gonna judge you, but I'm just gonna look at you different. I'm gonna look at you funny. If you are somebody who can genuinely play a game on a console and notice 
when frames dip or you design the program to tell you when frames dip, we go get you some pussy, bro. We go get you some pussy because you need it. You need it really bad. No, nah, G, no. Nah, like Pimp C said, bad. we're not about to let the niggas poison the pussy population. No. Nah. True. That's true. So, we'll we'll nah. we'll let you breathe some fresh air outside. Yeah, Take you a just jog, need some fresh air, G. You, you know, need do, a dose do, of reality, do some laps, G. You know, do some laps around the lake or something like that. Like, because you need to go outside because it's never that serious. The yeah. only time in which I, I, I'm like, when I'm playing a game and I get mad is like when I was playing Cyberpunk and my game kept crashing. Because that's shit that I noticed, right? Mm. Like, it's like, this shit is ass, bro. Like, why is my fucking shit crashing? Or like, when it's like, it's not even like, it's when the, the it's stuttery. When you're going through areas and shit is just stuttery. The, the, the you know that big shit right. like that. Exactly. That's what pisses me off. But... If I'm playing, if I'm playing Miles Morales and it drops from sixty to like fifty nine point five, I'm not, I'm not gonna care. It's not nigga, gonna make you care me go about like, that point five, my nigga. The P, the PS five fell off, and it's like to kind of segue it into Horizon. I'm not gonna care if it's thirty or if it's sixty. I'm not gonna care because first and foremost, that game looks fucking gorgeous as hell. It looks absolutely stunning. The, the 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 presentation that they showcased in the state of play was Thursday at it was Thursday at four PM our time. Yeah, uh, four PM, yeah. I freaking had a freaking happy hour at my job, so shout out to me trying to balance those two things. But um I liked it. It was I like how it was straight to the point that they're like, All right, hey, I'm the head director, dude, blah blah blah. You just about to get some gameplay. And for the next fifteen minutes we got straight, solid gameplay. A lot of new gameplay. So I briefly played Horizon. Like briefly. <laughs> I'm talking about like after I Yeah, me and Daedra got like so when shit got real, then we stopped playing. Yeah, like I, I, I played I literally played like up until after you beat that uh tutorial boss fight monster tiger thing and I stopped playing it. But like it wasn't because it was bad or anything, but it's just it just nothing really enticed me after that. But looking at this, it looks like I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be somebody who's capping because I, I was like oh looking at this, I think it's gonna be really good. But you know, what I'm saying like we ain't got that Sony sponsorship yet, so I ain't go cap you know. Um, but as far as like gameplay improvements, the fact that they've added more versatility because I think that was the biggest thing in the first game is the the there wasn't a lot of versatility when it came to Alloy's movements, but now she can wall run. She can like grapple hook and stuff. They've added some features that are going to kind of change the verticality of the game, and that's going to enhance the gameplay. Obviously, there's new weapons, new traps, and stuff like that. Um, new monster types. Uh, it kind of it's, it's funny because it feels like it, there is now each kind of fight is similar to kind of how like a Monster Hunter, basically like a single player Monster Hunter experience, and how she interacts with the the enemies and stuff like that. Uh, the environment looks gorgeous, um, and as far as story, I don't really know. <laughs> so, because I, I think what I'm gonna do is like probably play or like watch some things about the story for Horizon Zero Dawn, so I can catch up to it. But I think this game looks good. I think this is this Returnal, Ratchet and Clank that comes out like next week, and then you have Horizon. These are three console exclusives that are really going to entice people to go like okay 
this is why you need this is why you should get a ps5 so you can play games like this and i think horizon zero dawn uh forbidden west is definitely one of those games and i don't care if it's at 30 frames i don't care if it's locked at 30 frames per second and there's no customization option to do with the 60 i'm still going to enjoy the game yeah i think you know in terms of if you look at the gameplay and i kind of slow down for me like on the rent is that uh like if you look at the gameplay and you'll be able if you understand like what makes a good game right? or what makes a challenging game or what makes a game enjoyable they added to they 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 listen what they listen to what they been about the first game right in terms of traversal, in terms of getting around a map and shit like that, they added points where you can do that, right? And another thing, they added more to the fucking combat, which is fucking needed. That game felt like a Souls game if you didn't use your born arrow. If you didn't use your born arrow, that was a fucking Souls yeah. game. Cause you didn't have the proper arrows and shit, too. <laughs> and if you wasn't very strategic in terms of, like, watching where yeah. certain shit was or how the enemy gets down or use the proper traps... Exactly, you know, and then you know they added to that shit, which is nice. Uh, I love when get like you know as a shorty, I was always intimidated by games with big bosses. I never thought I could beat them, but as I get older, I start to love games that have big, grandiose bosses. And you know, none of that shit popped here. But seeing that elephant, like seeing that elephant crumble through, and then the niggas on top of that elephant shooting at you. She used the explosive arrows. Them niggas fly off. The elephant like fuck it, I'm on berserk mode now. You knock the elephant off. You can pick up the gun and start shooting at it. Mm. That was in the last game with certain monsters, but yeah. you know it's in this game. But like, it's really, really fucking good. Um, when you went underwater and you were able to see like the, how the, the water physics go and stuff like that, said something that I think a lot of games to implement, especially if you're in a cybernetic world. Uh, underwater limit. I mean, unlimitedly, so you can stay underwater for a long time without drowning because she's in a futuristic world. So she gonna have something to make sure she don't fucking drown. Thank you, cause I hate when games give me a breath, especially when they involve stealth shit, and I ain't good at stealth. So um, shout out to that. They add just a lot with the traversal, with the grapple hook, and the climbing up things, cause you cannot climb up a lot of things on a regular horizon. And they added more to that. You can see like in the battle area with the elephant when she was climbing up things to use the parachute. Of course, it was stage game planning and was trying to have a great gameplay of it. None of us will probably be that slick and smooth with a game, but it shows what's the possibility of the game going. Yep. The new gadget, I thought the one with it stuck, the elephant looked really, really fucking cool and really, really looked some amachis, especially. Uh, but all in all, really good gameplay, right? It made me wait fucking three hours to watch 15 minutes of game. That is funny as hell for starting that shit at. Yeah, it started at like, like 9 in the morning, bro. I saw it. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? And it was just five hours of them just going through like different screens, like different environmental shots of their game. And I was like, yo, you funny as hell for that, Sony. <laughs> funny as fuck. Um, but all in all, definitely, I would say if you got a PS5, you definitely want to be looking for games to play on your system. Hopefully you didn't just bad because it was like, you was in a situation in which you needed. FOMO. Yeah, FOMO, fear of missing out, and you was like, I, I got to get a PS5 because everybody else Hopefully gets you weren't in that situation because this is when I say, nana, nana, boo-boo, you ain't going to find no games, so stick your head and doo-doo. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's looking nice. It's, damn, they want me to trade my blood. It's looking nice. It's, 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 looking, it's really looking nice. Um, just, I, I can't wait. I really can't wait. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, like, 
I didn't watch the whole thing, but like I like just pick back what you guys said. Like I enjoyed what I saw. It looked like they did put tons of improvement in it, and I'm satisfied where it goes. It's gonna be a cop. I don't know if it will be a full price cop, but it's it's a cop for me. So, cause I did like the first game, just didn't finish it. And if you if you didn't and like Horizon that game where if you don't play it all the way through and you stop for like you're two not gonna three it. maybe yeah. a month. You're not gonna finish it, especially if you're in a bad place where me and Daytro was at. You're done. <laughs> Either restart the game or, and I wasn't about like to restart. The story, the story is easy. It's one of them. It's, it's a story that that it gets you involved just to see how it ends out. But it's not something that's gonna take too long to find out. The yeah. main boss is not even really the main boss. Right? You know what I'm saying? It's not too too like it. Yeah. Um, you know, finding out about Aloy and who she is. It is what it is. Uh, I'm looking forward to see some of the new shit they add, especially making the open world seem a little bit more grandiose and bigger. Because uh, the last game wasn't necessarily too big in terms of cities and shit of that nature. Um, so yeah, it was a nice. It was a nice. Definitely was good. I'm definitely looking forward to playing that game. Definitely, it's it's looking. Nice. All right, uh, Daytree, you want to talk about Far Cry? Because I didn't watch that. Uh, Cam, did you watch it or you skipped it? I saw that they had announced gameplay. <laughs> uh, so, um, I know a lot of niggas are not uh, in like in totally in in uh, like fans of Far Cry. I'm not the biggest fan of it, especially in like my group of gamers. But I enjoy open world games. Right? It's my favorite type of game. Uh, Far Cry. It was so. The reason I'm gonna give this like a. Uh, I, I would give it like a, a no grade alternative, like a, because it was good things, but they never they don't they didn't address the thing the problems that they had with previous games that people doesn't like like setting repetitive fuck like a lot of the Far Cry are repetitive fucking games like in terms of bosses in terms of I mean main villains in terms of I go kill this legendary animal to get a wallet and share that it was very repetitive game. you play Far Cry three you play four you play a little bit of fast, this fast opens up the world. It's, it's the same. Like the the like formula don't change. It, it, it's exactly. But this game would look a little better. Uh, points for the fucking dog in the wheelchair. That shit is the cutest fucking thing I've seen in my whole entire life of playing <laughs> fucking video games. They got little dots and chihuahua little thing in the wheelchair. And if, I'm the, if it's a gadget that I use to go through bases, I'm not using it. Because if somebody shoots that dog, I'm writing a very long worded letter to to ubisoft and tell them not to open that envelope because it's a it's a little present in that form <laughs> um it's it's like i'm i'm serious if that dog dies it is time dog i am y'all will never see a rent like trail rented before <laughs> but other than that it's really cool i would say they leaning more into like the uh not the not the unrealistic aspect of it, but more of a sandboxy aspect when it comes to like um, they showed off like crafted weapons. So like, cause I want people to understand this in um in in in, in open world games, there's only one type of a usable flamethrower, and it's the shit that they use like in World War Two. So anytime you see somebody with a flamethrower that don't have that big ass thing on the back, that ain't real. So they like people are they creating their own flamethrower. I think they made a minigun out of like a fucking uh like a motorcycle engine, which is cool. So that's the thing about that. The stealth feature looking cool because you are a gorilla. So these niggas don't know you when your place is plastered everywhere. 
they know you as they know you are you part of like a quote unquote like guerrilla force of a terrorist for the people. So like if you walking around and you put your gun up, the people won't even know that you are a guerrilla. So I thought that was really really cool. But if you got your gun out, of course they're like, let's, let's put this nigga let's put this nigga in a body bag. Um, but I would say the thing that's going to hold this game is the main gunner who was voiced by the nigga from um, Breaking Bad. Uh, Juan Carlo something, something, something. Yeah. Well-respected. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well-respected fucking actor. He's going to be a well-respected voice actor. It is. He, he he takes his role seriously. So I'm pretty sure Ubisoft threw in the bag. But if it was something bad, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't fucking take it. You know what I'm saying? Especially because I don't think he ever really did a voice actor work the game. Um, but he should, it should be really, really fucking good. You know what I'm saying? It should be really good. Um, I think he's going to carry this game in terms of like story and plot. Uh, I do like the setting. It's more of a, 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 a island locked, like a island locked in time. So it's locked in the fifties. So that's what you see it with the cars. You see it with this. Um, it, of course it's a place that's not real, but it looks, it looks like Mexico. It looked like a, a central America and stuff like that. In terms of like the setting, um, it looks really, really freaking good. The city looks good. Yeah, I know we was talking about frames, but I could just imagine that shit turning to Fallout 4 when I walk into a city. <laughs> just straight, just straight skip it. But um, so yeah, definitely, definitely be on the lookout for the, the, the that game. You know, definitely I would say it turns around to go down when you get in a PS5 game. You know, something that you want to get. Uh, but when it comes to this, I'll definitely say watch out for more gameplay. Learn more about the game before you purchase it. Don't do a blind purchase and then go on the internet mad that you played Fallout. I mean, um, Far Cry 6 or whatever number it is. Things that nature. It is a Far Cry game, so it probably would still have the same aspect as Far Cry game. I hope they touch, you know, some of the problems of older Far Cry games. It's just been like it's, it's just like Assassin's Creed. Just don't turn it into more Assassin's Creed or you lost another cup. But, you know. All in all, I think it's a really good game. Looking forward to, to what is the aspect is going to be. And again, if that dog dies or anybody hit that dog or that dog cries in any aspect, or if I have the option, or not me because I'll never do it, or players have the option to shoot that dog, you will get a very bad word to let it be. And if I ever see any of you Ubisoft niggas on the street, it's time. Okay, how big or small you are. Uh, only, the only thing I care about is Jimmy because I never hit a woman, but I will tell you to go get your boyfriend so I can run his face as well. Or your pop. <laughs> your father's not in your life, your uncle, some shit. Like, your big brother, I don't know. But definitely. Uh, I, need, I, need, I need to kill someone. Like. <laughs> hey. Uh, so I think we can hit the Sonic shit. Oh, it's Sonic 30, 30th anniversary stuff. Uh, Cam, if you want to hit that. That shit felt like a Dokkan now, Cam. <laughs> that shit felt like a Listen, listen, listen. I was disappointed, you see on my, honestly. You see, you see us on my back. I got Pikachu on my back. Yoda <laughs> on my side. I got Sonic sitting in the corner right there next to my snowman dude. Like, you see, you see the type of person I am, right? So, like, I'm a huge Sonic fan. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog was the very first game I played. Sega Genesis was the first console I've ever owned in my entire life. So off bat, I fell in love with everything to do with Sonic. Now, I'm not saying that the announcements that we got were bad. 
I'm saying that there was no fucking point to this shit. Far Cry 6 literally just said, hey, here's some gameplay. They literally just dropped it. They dropped the video saying, here's gameplay. That's what you should have did. You should have just been like, because like the stuff that you announced this is not anything like major. It's, it was nothing like you announced basically an arcade game stuff. You announced fucking TV shows for Netflix. Cool, I guess. You announced Sonic. Uh, you yeah, Sonic Prime, which was supposed to be for Netflix. You announced a Sonic uh, Colors uh, animated series, and then you announced Sonic Colors Ultimate Edition, which is like I played Sonic Colors a fuck ton because this is back back when I had a Wii. I ain't have a lot of games on my Wii, and I specifically remember that my mom got me Sonic Colors uh, for Christmas, and I was like, "Oh, let's fucking go!" Because I fucking love Sonic. I flipped that game in like less than two days, and I just kept playing it over and over and over again. So it's like, unless you add like a stage in which I'm actually able to play Super Sonic and fight like a bo- an alien boss type nigga, it's like I really don't care. updated graphics. I don't care about. I don't care about any of that shit. High frame rates, n- none of that shit, right? And then you have the nerve. You have the absolutely unmitigated gall Mm. to fucking show a stupid ass teaser of, of, of a Sonic game that's come out in 2022. You show us Sonic running through a forest. Bro, you could... I cannot believe the amount of fucking cap that niggas had for this trail, this teaser trail, bro. It was niggas talking about the aura of Sonic, the shoes that he was wearing, shit like that. I'm just like, bro, it's never that fucking deep, bro. You talking about a damn Sonic game, bro? You talking about a nigga who fights a fat ass nigga who imprisons animals? It's not deep. Oh, his aura color looks different. He's not wearing the soap shoes, so it's not Sonic Adventure Three. He's not doing this, like, bro. Shut your Bro, come on, G. I'm corny, bro. I'm corny. I'm a corny guy. But G, it's levels to it, G. You taking it to you, you crossing that line to like weirdo corny. You not cool corny. You weirdo corny, G. And that shit is weird. Stop overanalyzing that shit. We got shout to Doctor Doy. He literally was like, it's it has been confirmed that Sonic is gonna go fast in 2022. That's literally what this Sonic Central is about. You didn't have to show like. You could have saved that for E3. Honestly, all of this stuff, you could have took that huge segment and just put it into like Nintendo's like treehouse thing that they do at E3. You could have just did that during that. You didn't have to like announce anything here. Like it, I wasn't clamoring for Sonic news. I wasn't like, damn, it's Sonic's 30th anniversary and Sega ain't say shit yet. It's like, I could have waited. I could have waited till June or July or August for this shit. So uh, I was thoroughly disappointed. I'm not like. It was, oh, you don't want to get ice. Hold on, yeah, I'm gonna say, G, you forgot oh to, you got to change, G. Borderline racist, bro. That shit was. You could have just get you some nigger merch. That's all you had to say, and I still would have been like, I'll probably give you a Sonic change, bro. That's borderline racist, bro. Border. Now, like I said, the the corny person in me wants to get one of those chains just because. But I would never wear it. Like I would buy it and then just like tuck it in the corner somewhere. Bro, do not buy this chain and wear it in public. Do yourself a favor. No, nigga. No. <laughs> no. 
like I like uh, I said on Twitter, if we catch you at C two E two this year, we'll be there. When you got your Sonic chain, man, we snatching them boys, G. We snatching them boys, G. Don't, don't come, do don't come to C two E two in your Sonic chain, my nigga. Snatching them boys, Bro. G. And we dare you to do something. I'm six foot one, two ninety, nigga. Jeez. You ain't gonna step. <laughs> that that's some of the stupid. It's like it sucks, man. Cause it's like I just want I I just want my nigga to get a W, G. You see, he he sitting he chilling. I just want him to. I just want him to have something without being a fucking laughing star. And you you couldn't even give me that, man. You couldn't even just let let this it's his 30th anniversary. This nigga is going through a midlife crisis right now. And you just can't, you bed. just keep piling on L's, G. You oh, keep okay. piling on L's to this nigga, G. Stop. <laughs> any like mascot has ever been run through the mud. No, no probably crash. Crash, Crash is the only one who could probably compete, but Crash came back, you know what I'm saying? This man has been through so much shit, bro. Like, Sonic is an icon, dude. That's the thing with Sonic. Sonic is legit an icon, bro. A perfect run is probably like Mario's run in gaming, and then like a lower level is probably what the fuck ever Jackson Vector is. Zelda, Link. Link, too. Link definitely, Link had a perfect run. But like in that middle space, you got like Sonic, Crash, like they ass, bro. They, man, Sonic didn't fucking shit for a minute. Crash literally had to have a Wii Master for niggas to remember he was a mascot, though. Like, shit, bro. But the last, the last good thing about Sonic was the movie. Huh? Oh, I feel, yo, I'm excited for the anime that they created for Netflix. That should be really Sonic good. Sonic Prime, yeah. For pushing, uh, pushing the brand, you know what I'm saying? And the short that's going to come out for color. That should be really cool. But because I always love content like that when it comes to animated things for regular shit. Uh, but I think uh, like the, the the not even giving the game a title because anything can happen if, before here in 2022. You could just delay the fuck out the game until it never comes out. You know, so not giving the game a title, not talking about it whatsoever. You know, you could have gave us a you could have gave us a real nigga to the trailer. You could have gave us one of the things like Sonic walking into a fucking temple run and just say 2022. Could have gave us like one of them Halo type cinematic joints. It'd be like, oh yeah, Master Chief is back, bitch. You could have gave us one of those joints. But no, you know, I'm not the biggest Sonic fan because I don't care, but I still wasted like fucking 20 minutes watching that shit. Just to see Sonic in the fucking 2022 Olympics. Which scared the shit out of me, by the way. Because if I saw this, I'll be like, what the fuck is I running again? The 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 little um hot like he's supposed to like it's like it's like the, some collaboration with like a hospital or something like that that he's supposed yeah. to be a part of. It's like I like a lot of that stuff is cool, but you didn't have to waste a twenty minute live stream on it. And the the te- the big thing about teasing that thing at the end, you could have gave us like ten seconds of like super pre alpha gameplay just to make us just to give us hope. Cause like here's the thing like. The last good Sonic game was Mania, which was a freaking passion project. That was a passion project. Because the thing that came alongside Mania, which was, I believe, is it Sonic Boom or something? I think that was Sonic Boom or some other game that came out alongside it. Ass. But that, like, 
you have to give you have to give us hope for modern Sonic because that's classic Sonic is cool, but modern Sonic is has not been looking good in the light. So to give us just an iota, a smidget of like, okay, I'm looking forward to 2022. You could have showed us some pre-alpha gameplay of like, I'm talking like unleashed colors type of like modern Sonic gameplay to get us like, okay, I'm looking forward to 2022. But you showing me running through the woods. It's not it's not doing it for me so it's, it's like it's like chris being a bears fan you know this is this is what it's like being a sonic fan pretty ah! much it, no it, no that's accurate i'm not I, i'm not mad at that yeah it's so much disappointment you get hit with joy then reality kicks back in be like some bullshit especially like we factor in the bears is like a uh charter franchise for the nfl you know and it's like, oh yeah, hell to high esteem, and then yeah, disappointment. Look, look, we we hate talking about sports in this podcast. I want to say this, bro. Yeah, you know, the God out there, the we're going to the dark times of life. The Bears is fucking racist ass organization. Very, we know it. It's the reason why niggas rejoice over a fucking black pick for a quarterback. Racist ass organization. For being a racist ass organization, y'all gonna go through some shit. 2020, 2021, and y'all just now getting a black quarterback. That shit. Crazy. Yeah. Well, we had other black quarterbacks. They just sucked. Cordell Stewart was in the closet. <laughs> Jason Campbell was a mulatto. <laughs> Who the fuck is Cordell Stewart? He was, they called the man Slash. <laughs> I don't. That's not a little racist. <laughs> slash me at the club, nigga. The like the only the only quarterback that I remember. I'm not a huge base football fan. Was what Jay Cutler? That's the legend. That's and Only technically by <laughs> and, and by numbers and records, he's the best quarterback ever. Yeah, and Damn. I'm not mad at. It. <laughs> I can't be mad. I love Jay Cutler. G. He, he he don't give a fuck. But before we bring down to my misery, <laughs> uh, is there anything else in news we got to talk about? Oh, uh, last thing in news. Uh, one of the uh, editors for Berserk. One of the uh, no, one of uh, Miura's assistants. Uh, gave an update on what will happen with the continuation of Berserk. He said him and the team is still debating what they want to do. Like pretty much, he he did like convey that they kind of have a roadmap on how it ends. It's just more along the lines of do they actually want to finish? Because they it's also have other the family pro- and all this other stuff. Yeah, like, due to the family and stuff, and plus they're working on their own individual projects as well. Because like my man's had a whole studio that he yeah. allowed them to work on, plus work on they, their stuff too. So it's a lot of weight on it on it for them. So it's just a little continuation update. So it's up in the air still, but it's something to he did grasp stress, for hope for. He did stress out the fact that like they're all kind of like in agreement that they don't want the series to end yeah i so think it happened i think it happened i just don't think it happened like this year or next year but i think it happened okay, yeah. i think it happens though the reason i say i think it happened is because uh, i was talking to cuz and he told me that um he was really close to his assistant like he was helping his assistants create his manga their manga and stuff like yeah. that and his assistant was also helping him create the dirt um so i think it happened uh, it'd be nice, you know. Like last week, I meant by you know when I said I don't want to see nobody take over. I mean, like studio. I don't want to see studios take over. Yeah. You know, and do their own fucking spin on it. But I do, you know, with that, these are trusted people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So I'm I'm happy to see that uh that 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 it, it continues. You know, it is a long series that been going on for I think it's older than all of us probably. Yeah, it's years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a classic. Was it early '90s uh anime? I don't know, cause it came back in that it came it came out in the golden age, so you know, so yeah. Uh, ninety eight, wait. 98. So now nah, we we I think Ken, what is it, the same age as you? Um, yes, no, slightly, cause I was ninety seven. I mean 89, 89, 80, 89. Okay, sorry. older than all of us. Oh, it's older than us. Jesus. <laughs> the TV series came out in nineteen ninety seven, yeah. which was my year, so. So it, it 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 has a lot of years on it. So, but yeah. So little update on what's going on with Berserk. But yeah. But fans, just be sensitive. Just be sensitive to the those near and dear to the project in itself and to the writer. So be sensitive and be patient because I exactly. think that I think that like if it, it it's not gonna be a like all oh, next month new chapter drop like surprise, but like. If it takes five or something years for them to like really get down and say, "All right, this is what we go do. This is how we go do it." Give them all the time they need, and then you you'll get that satisfying ending. Exactly. So, be on the lookout. So let's go ahead and get our clowns out the way. All right. Cool. So, my clown. Do I do I actually do I even have a clown? No, wait, I actually do. Wrestling fans. Uh, so, yeah. primarily the jackass that uh, I was talking to on Twitter. Uh, because as of right now, WWE is like flexing. You know, saying like, we the top dog, you know, when it comes to this wrestling shit. And they are working on a partnership with New Japan. New Japan is one of the bigger wrestling uh, corporations. And they're overseas. And... For them, I'm pretty sure they want to expand. They already kind of expand in little ways, but they want to expand to a grander market. Well, grander market is working with WWE and not AEW. So, and also makes WWE look good as well. But anyway, it was this asshole. I guess he was a New Japan fan of Stan, one of the two. I don't know, because he had Japanese in his shit. And I think one of the wrestlers, Evil, was in his Twitter name. But anyway, Buddy says... Vince and Triple H, Vince is gonna fuck this up. Hopefully, Triple H does it. And I'm like, okay, what difference does it make? And then he says something else saying, well, regardless, they're gonna fuck it up. I was like, okay. Then I asked the guy, since you know so well, they should hire you to handle the business. Then he asked the nurse, say, well, they'll probably fire me because I will push Shinsuke and Asuka to be the best ever. I'm like, oh, you should have ended the conversation up. And I did. And I definitely did because I'm like, oh, you're one of those guys. You're one of those guys. You you can't, you just want to see them. You want to see them. See, this is my problem. And then I just saw other people talking shit. This is my thing. You don't got to like Vince McMahon. You don't got to like WWE. Like what you like. Whatever wrestling floats your boat, floats your boat. If you want to see death matches, you want to see death matches. You want to see uh, 25 super kicks in one match, then they be my guest. But you don't understand why New Japan is probably doing it with WWE is because they want to reach a grander market. They want to, like, it's more possibilities working with WWE 
because it's like, oh, it's not about who wins these matches or potential dream matches we may get. It's about, oh, let's go ahead and get ourselves on a wider market because, hey, we've been struggling to try to get American viewers to watch us outside of 3 a.m. in the morning. So let's go ahead and try to get a broader market to get ourselves to appear on what better ways do WWE. That's like saying, oh, the uh, China wants to do a mini best team tournament with a uh, best NBA, best tournament basketball team or something. And, and they decide to not to do the NBA, but they do the G League. Niggas not going to watch at all. That's, that makes no fucking sense. So, no, you work with the big dog. Plain and simple. Plain and fucking simple, G. And WWE is the big dog of wrestling. Especially here in America and especially among the fucking world. Because back in the 90s when WCW was getting foreign talent, as I'm doing my WCW rewatch, check it out on Threes from the Ring. WCW was getting all the hot international acts. Not WWE. Because WCW was hot. Plain and simple. Deal with it. This man knows what the fuck he's doing. Yes and no, he don't. But either way, he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's a fucking billionaire through wrestling. A child's product that I just happen to still enjoy at my old age. Deal with it. Because just because the freaking gold, the blonde haired fucking loser isn't doing it or hasn't done it properly. Deal with it. Plain and simple. Agreed. Uh, I wasn't going to have a clown, but then I realized, you know, as much as I love talking about work, this would be the last customer service job I ever have. i keeping it 100% bucking it. Uh, now, people know me outside podcast. I hope, you know, I haven't created a notion of myself while I'm really young. Like, of course, I'm not, you know, I don't fear anything. So, I, though I threaten people, I ain't no, like, no, no hardcore nigga. Um, then the niggas in the podcast know I got like a heart of fucking cotton. Um, but I hate people now. Didn't hate people before this year. I hate people now. Niggas are retarded. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't. I talk to this dude, right? So, you know, not his fault. I understand, but that's how it goes with our contract. Sometimes with some of the credit unions, they have contracts different with us that we partner with, but our contract in-house are different from the credit union. I explained that guy the best way I can in my white man voice. Um, he said, well, guess what? I don't want to go through all of that because I don't want to speak to a automated machine. And I'll say this in the nicest way possible if anybody listens to it. I don't give a fuck about your feelings whatsoever. I don't care that you don't like robots. I don't care that you don't rock with, with, you know, the way the future is moving and automated machines and shit like that. I don't care if that shit take my job in the next few years. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck what you want. Give a fuck about you. Nigga, I get paid to send you to the right place. I get paid to either sell you this product, make sure you keep this product, or get you to somebody who can help you with this product. My job is not to accommodate you on how you feel, my nigga. 
So in the 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 in, in the nicest way possible for anybody who come across me on that phone thinking that my customer service is gonna make you feel like you just got a blow job by some Korean in some goddamn Asian massage place, I'm gonna keep it real with you right now. That shit ain't happening at all. So in my nicest way possible, particularly to the race of white people, fuck you. That's my problem. I don't know that nigga name. I didn't look up his contract because he didn't fucking have one with us. But mm. fuck that nigga for sure. This is my last customer service job. I'm about to look into like fucking coding and just take classes online or some shit and then just be in my crib all fucking day. That's what I'm about to do. That's a good no, I, I, I'll call Cam to ask me to help me out with that shit. Yeah, fuck this, bro. This is bad, bro. Don't get into customer service. I'm the nicest nigga. Niggas know. <laughs> and I'm telling you not to do this shit. <laughs> like, don't do it. It's not right. I do it for the money. I don't even do it for the people no more. I used to like to solve problems. Nigga, fuck your problem. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Kev, you got one? Yeah, hold on. Let me. I'm trying to get some statistics. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, okay. So my clown. Uh, and I'm gonna apologize in advance. Oh my God, Pikachu fell off. All right, buddy. He's okay. All right, Pikachu go. Pikachu go. Uh, make an appearance too. Pika Pika. Uh, head ass. So Pikachu and uh our clown. It goes to. Um, and I apologize in advance because I'm trying to get the pronouns right. So, Jim Sterling. Um. I have been subscribed to Jim, I wanna say since like two years ago. Uh, so they recently came out as trans. Jim has had, this this year they came out as being trans. Uh, Jim has had 1.2 million subscribers, I believe. And ever since they made that announcement, Jim is now at 898,000 subscribers. Damn. So a lot of people showed their true colors because it wasn't, uh, they made, they recently made a video of like, Jim's a pretty funny, funny person. So they recently made a video announcing or celebrating the fact that they had just reached under 900k subscribers and part of the reason is that a lot of people like pigeonhole jim's content as they should only be doing this or they should only be doing that and that's the reason why they unsubscribe from them however jim lost a bunch and i noticed this too whenever i would tune into jim's videos is that it started at like 1.2 million and then every because they upload every monday every concurrent week it was it was like okay it's at like one one mil 1.1 million then it's at like 1.8 million then it's at 1.5 million then it was at like nine nine hundred fifty i'm just like y'all really unsubscribing from someone because they came out like that's all it took all it took just the same person he's it's, they're still doing the same content as far as like 
talking about things in the gaming industry and things of that nature, they're still doing the same thing. It's just now they're being true to themselves. And now you're going like, uh, no, I'm unsubscribing. A lot of y'all niggas are showing y'all true colors out here. And I got to mm-hmm. give you a clown for that. Because to me, that's just, it's shallow. It's pedantic. It's like, my my first my first thoughts when, when they announced that video, when they came out as being trans, I was like, cool. You'll go watch your content. I enjoy it. The stuff that Jim talks about in relations to the game game industry, if you are subscribed to Jim Sterling, you'll notice a lot of my talking points and a lot of the stuff that I my views when it comes to the game industry, a lot of the stuff comes from their channel because they talk about a lot of stuff that these, you know, gaming industry niggas don't like to talk about because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's like when we talk about Ubisoft and how I say fuck Ubisoft because their company, their company vice president, I, I don't know, had a shit ton of sexual allegation and rape assault cases and the head Ijuamo was aware of that situation and he didn't do anything about it and i say fuck ubisoft and why i don't care about it's not necessarily that i'm boycotting their games but i don't care about their games because of the fact that they they're privy to that shit and they're blind to that stuff and how they will but it's a game bro it's like no this shit has to be talked about we talk about uh crunch time and abusive practices like shit that was going down in uh cd project red when cyberpunk was being developed Stuff that people don't want to talk about because it's too uncomfortable, and I just want to play video games and be. And, and it's like, Jim talks about that stuff, and I like to listen to that stuff because it it opens my perspective. Because there's more to video games than playing video games. There are people who make those games behind the scenes, and their stories have to be told. So I think it's just I give a clown for people who literally unsubscribe from Jim Sterling because they came out like that's. Come on, dog. It, like, <laughs> I just—it's just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's weirdo activities out here. But yeah, that's my clown. Goofy as hell. Yeah, I thought folks was an alt-right commentator. She said what? <laughs> oh, the way. By the way, like they dress or stuff. Yeah, and then ain't the name of the show? Not the name of his YouTube. What's it? What's the name of it again? Is it Tech USA? No, no, that's not review. No. I mean, Sterling, no. <laughs> you talking about Review Tech USA? That's a completely different guy. Oh, Jim, Jim Sterling is, is is somebody like that. They're they're different. That's a different dude. Okay. All right. Cool. Shout out to bro coming out for you know what he believes in and stuff like that. Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in regards to that man, look. One more clown. I have one more. Forgot. Sorry. Dave and Buster's G. So. Went out to David Buster's with a vibe recently. And for some goofy reason, I guess the waitress doesn't know how to split checks, right? Or something. Because, like, I paid for the games and, like, she just paid for her food. For some reason, when she split the check, took took the money, took our cards to pay for it, she only charged her card. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Cause literally, when I, literally when it when I got the text saying like, "Yo, did you, did they charge you for?" I'm like, I don't know. Like I looked, I'm like, "Dang, I ain't get charged for shit." That's that's literally like nigga. Cause I'm sitting there thinking that's that's money I actually actually start I still had because I like the budget really well. Shorty, all you had to do was literally put the money on one on one on two different cars. G, plain and simple. It wasn't like it's busy. We went on a Tuesday night, my nigga. 
what the fuck? <laughs> so, Shorty, you a clown because you don't know how to do basic tasks. Plain and simple. But that's it for this week's episode. We thank you guys for listening. As always, make sure you copy some merch at www.utweakingmedia.net. Greatly appreciate it. And uh, on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Check out all the content, new content that we got. Make sure you check out the new episode of Threes from the Ring, which been out, uh, which which should be out right now. Just, new Black Otaku drop. plays Cam just dropped today. Uh, Black Otaku reviews is up, plus more. So make sure you check out everything we got going on on there. And if you just prefer the podcast, plain and simple with the audio side, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe on there as well. It's all greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening, and peace. Jonathan. Peace, Cool.